Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast on the 27th of October. It's not October. Is it October? No, it's not. It's September, isn't it? Yes. I hope not. Jesus. It, it might be October <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> isn't it October somewhere in the world? Oh, I missed my wedding. No. Oh, God. No. <laughs> Frick. I'm falling apart. Well, I'm, I mean, it's done now. You know, you just... Pff. Accept it and move on. You, you probably saved anything. a lot of money, honestly. <laughs> Awful lot yeah, of money. She came out. It was, it was uh... lovely. Your stand-in did a wonderful job. Oh, fair, good. Oh, good. Yeah. I hired him beforehand. I knew I did. I knew I. It was. It was actually like a mop, just a mop, in, yeah. in a tuxedo, but a mop nonetheless. It was a classy <laughs> affair, top to bottom. No, classy. nobody really noticed, honestly. It, and he cleaned up at the end. It was great. <laughs> they were like, you know, he was surprisingly quiet and calm for once. You know, he's always running his mouth, but, you know, he obviously took this very seriously. Damn. I'm starting to beef. I can leave. <laughs> I'm cutting a promo right now. I guess podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, thank you for standing in at the last minute because I oh forgot to book a guest like a fucking idiot. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> And Lord knows, nobody wants a show with just the three of us. Oh, uh, no. Well, especially not with me right now. I'm just like, no, I... What have you played this week? Mobile games. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Mystic Messenger. <laughs> uh, no, I have actually played a couple of games, thank fuck, but yeah. Well, it's a corruption podcast. We occasionally talk about video games. Our sponsor this week is audible.com slash cynical. Head on over there for a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. We don't play games, but we sure do listen to books. We do, because we're too lazy to read. Are you too lazy to read? Audible.com slash cynical, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be talking about our books a little bit later in the show as a contractually obligated segment of this podcast, which, to be fair, is more structured and more organized than everything else on this show. So that's why people like our sponsored segments, because they actually have substance. Everything else is shit. Lots of shit. Yeah. We prepare for those. We do. <laughs> the rest of it, we don't care. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Well... Oh, there's a new option on on Twitch here. Manage auto host and a in brackets recommended. Option? I don't know what it. No, oh. I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what that actually means. Let's. What does what does auto host do? Hmm. Just a robot of you just pops. I up. think it makes it so that you can have a list of like Ooh. people where if you're yeah. offline, your channel automatically hosts one of the. Oh, people there's a team the- host list oh, now, fun. so it'll, it'll host people that are on in the list. Toggle all forms of auto hosting, teammates, host list, and similar channels. Uh, cool, TV, so you can be part of a team. Right? And automatic- wow. <laughs> this, this is fascinating. This is Let me read this. this is <laughs> God, this is really interesting. Could yeah. they change the terms and conditions as well? So we interesting. Absolutely. Did you know that you can add your rules to your chat box so that when people come there for the first time, they have to read the rules and agree to them? Fascinating. Yeah, I saw that. We should that. write those out right now. Yeah, so that, that will be great. Let's not. Welcome to Corruptible Podcast. We do occasionally talk about video games. Our special guest today, returning once again, is Mr. Nerd Cubed. Welcome hello. to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, you poor thing. You're, you're being, like, sucked in by the robots. Yeah, you've got that webcam issue that's popped yeah, up again. Yeah, I, I literally don't know what's doing it. It's this, because I just tested it down on other stuff, and it happens only here and yeah. not on that one. Of course. Of course. There's no system we can use that's just that works right. No, no, of course not. You know, we switched off Skype because it was crap, and then we switched on to this, and now this is breaking. It's just like, 
I don't know why we keep doing this show, honestly. I don't know how we manage it. My cyber is being hacked. That's what's happening right well, now. Well, cyber is a big issue. It might be the <laughs> biggest guys. issue, actually. Huge, huge <laughs> issue. You gotta, you gotta protect your cyber. <laughs> Indeed. Cyber. Absolutely. It's okay, Dan. You know, we know you have the best temperament. That's why we bring you on the show. It's your best <laughs> attribute, actually. In 10, 20 years, we'll all be cybering. Yeah. Yes. My son, he's great at cybering. You wouldn't believe. <laughs> That's the only time I've heard about cybers is like the 90s. Like, that was a thing. Like, people with hats on backwards, they used to say the word cyber, and then just like nothing, the word cyber vanished. And then in that debate, cyber, it just came back. Like, I thought it was like... I, I refuse to call that a debate. That was not a debate. That was... It was. Yeah, it was. Trump was vigorously debating himself, and he kept losing, which was my favorite thing about it. I, I'm not I sure he actually said anything. He kept going, he kept going, I didn't say that thing. When, and then the other one was like, this little thing popped up on Twitter. Actually, he did say all these things. I, <laughs> I didn't watch it because I felt like watching it would be endorsement of it. Like, it, it changed, it, it changed, the, the result was changed because you observe it. Right now. <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird Schrodinger's cat kind of situation. You know, if I don't, if I don't watch it, is, is, is America alive or dead? Or is it <laughs> both at the same it, time? Did it actually happen? <laughs> did it actually happen? I, I'm going to hope not. Here's what I learned. Here's what I learned. Doesn't fucking matter. Because today I woke up and apparently it doesn't matter whether you tell the truth or not. Every side's already made up their, their mind. So F it. F <laughs> it. We're all going to hell. Let's nuke the whales, baby. It's over. It's uh, over. What did whales ever do to you? Lazy, good for nothing. They take up space. Get them out of here. The, the Welsh, <laughs> they're taking our jobs. All those Welsh. Yeah. Yeah, are you talking about whales the place or whales the big blue things in the sea? I was thinking the big blue things in the sea. Both the same. I was definitely thinking actual sea sea animals. And as we learned last night, they're the ones cybering. If you yeah. add, and if you take all the whales out, whales sea levels will go down. Always in the as last we place to look. That if is you true. You know, out, take the mass out. That will that will solve the problem. I mean, to be no, fair, there isn't a problem warming. anyway. There's no problem anyway because it's all the yeah. Chinese conspiracy. Yeah. So really. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Fuck this gay earth. I just yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't just, think Earth is that happy. It's just I don't I'm just exasperated at everything. <laughs> I'm pretty happy. Why? Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's not fun to watch. A roller coaster is the most fun on the decline, and that's clearly the bit you're on now. So it's just fun to just watch you go it's down. It's fine unless road. you're in the country or within firing range of it. Yeah. Oh, oh God. This is, how you, this is how you know we're messed up. When weeks after Brexit, there were, like, last night I had all these like English viewers that were like, you guys are fucking stupid. This debate's dumb. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You can't you you can't judge us. Yeah. <laughs> America's always got to one up everything. How yeah, they? you're like, oh, they did something that, that was the stupidest thing any country's ever done. Oh no, <laughs> nope. We're number one. We're number one. Look, here's what has to happen. <laughs> show you all that giant cylindrical <laughs> we'll raise one vessel more flag. needs to arrive from Star Trek Four, and we don't <laughs> figure out that it was the whales that needed to talk to, and everything dies in a giant storm. You're boring them. You talk about Star Trek now. You're yawning. But we don't have we don't have Spock. Didn't Spock mind meld with the whales? Wasn't that part of that movie? No, no. 
Uh, Actually, I think it was. I think he did. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah you're right. We're fucked. We don't have Spock anymore. Recently. So we are going to die to the giant cylindrical spaceship that arrives. Yeah, we don't have Spock, so we're fucked. Oh, no. Yeah, and, Chekhov, and Chekhov was captured for being a Russian spy. Oh, no. <laughs> the 80s. Nuclear <laughs> vessels. Easier. D don't tell Trump we have nuclear vessels. He'll be very excited. Oh, the yeah. nuclear vessels? Oh, oh, no. Oh. Thank you, chat. He <laughs> did. did mind meld with the way. Totally mind melted with the way. Yeah. I'm, I'm anyway, just, I'm gonna say one thing. Please, yes. please go out and vote. Actually, first, please go out and register to vote. Yeah, Do go register first. to vote and don't get then confused. vote. You please. definitely have to register first. Register and register to vote. Please, please. go online, I guess. Yeah, please. Then go out. Then go vote. I don't want to die. Please. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some video games, shall we? What have you been playing this week? Dodger, you played a game, and it had spears in it, if I recall correctly. Yeah, I've played uh, Lichtspear. Lichtspear. Which is a game, I think okay. it's actually released today. Um, is it safe to Google Lichtspear? I'm gonna... Not Lichtspear, oh, yes, no, no. Not, that is yes, not what you should be doing. That's the name of the game. L -I <laughs> you no, have made it's a not. mistake. Um... No, it's like light spear, licht spear. Licht spear. Um, it, take, it takes place in the future where everything is slightly German, which I'm ever cool so with. slightly German. Ever so he slightly says, German. He says, "There's a giant flashing Achtung appears on the screen." Yeah, if you fuck up, this giant face shows up and yells nine at you. It's terrifying. But if you win, <laughs> then he goes Uber. And that yeah. Makes <laughs> In anyway, a slightly sexual a way. Only German words. <laughs> this is a game where uh, you're static. Das Walrus! I already love like, this game. Walk around. Um, but you have a light spear, a licht spear that has been given to you by a god who is bored because all gods in video games are apparently bored and just want humans well, to do fun naturally. shit. Naturally. Um, so in this game, basically you go you go from zone to zone and the game plants you in a specific spot and then you have to throw a spear and defeat your enemies. And eventually you have flying enemies, you have enemies who just like pop out of nowhere. That's Skate of Volus. Throw stuff at you and yeah, there are bosses. So far the bosses have been very simple, um, but this game, it's so funny because I started playing it on stream and everybody was like, okay, this game's gonna get boring pretty fast, but it ramped up in difficulty like it. It's a uh, it's a very frustrating but fun game. I really enjoy it. That's why I sent it to you because I'm like I'm gonna hate this, but I have three codes and I know this is the kind of dumb shit that she would play because she's <laughs> yeah. she's the one that would actually persevere with something like this. I don't there, have the patience. I yeah I I got super into it and when I hit a level that I couldn't seem to get past, I was like fine. We're going to go back and we're going to complete every objective up until this point. And my chat was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really fun. It I was has surprised that two you kinds can't of skating walrus. It, but, huh? so it has two kinds of skating walrus in it. So, you know. It does. It does. Um, and you have lots of different abilities. So you can, like, alternate. Skating you walrus you and elegant skating walrus. All right. Time out. You can't yes. go. It has two types of skating walrus in it, and then reply, it does. <laughs> the truth. She's not wrong. She's telling me. I mean, truth. I would be lying if I context. said that's not true. I mean, context. half, half of the games that so we list game, on the like, release list are basically, basically that in terms a, of features. 
it's a it's a 2d i don't want to call it side scrolling because you don't move until the game is ready for you to move it's just kind of like static um and you have basically this like horde of enemies that come at you uh and you have to defeat all of the enemies in that horde in order to move on and go to the next like area of this zone so um some of your enemies in the ice area are are seals wallace just the seals. There's, there are, there are, are they, are they walruses or are According they seals? to the trailer, there are walruses. Okay. A walry, I guess. Walry, of course. Yes. Naturally. Oh, yes. Walry. The, the plural. <laughs> yes. Walry. 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 Wally. 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 <laughs> it's just, it's just one of those silly looking games that is deceptively simple, and yet you realize, oh, throwing a spear at an angle. And what, that arcs around can get really tricky real it, fast. It messes you up, too. It'll have you just going, you know, straight across from left to right for a while. And then it'll be like, but what if you were on a really steep slant? And I'm like, oh, no. And it's like, but what if you were standing on the opposite side? I'm like, oh, no. And then it'll put you right in the middle and have hordes coming from both sides. Terrifying. Fun, though. Like, instant death, like, isn't it? That one. You get yeah. touched by something, you're dead. Yeah, it's instant death, absolutely. Um, unless it's a magical ability, like if it's a magic projectile, it stuns you. Okay. So it could it could mean that you die if you're leaving shit to the last minute. But the abilities are really satisfying to use. Pretty much everything was easy to understand, and uh, yeah, I felt like I was able to just zone out and and get really deep into it because you get you get headshot bonuses. So if you haven't missed, yeah, if you haven't missed at all, you don't have to only get headshots. But each time you get a headshot, there's a percentage multiplier up to a hundred. So as long as you're not missing and you get ten headshots, then you have a hundred percent multiplier on all of your um, on all of your points. And the points count as like a currency in between matches. You can uh, like upgrade your abilities or try out new abilities and stuff. So cool yeah it wound up being very fun it's like everybody when I, when I said that you gave the game to me everyone was like yeah that sounds right yeah some people send me games that i i'm gonna have to assume that they don't think i will play so that's why they send me multiple codes because i think <laughs> who can i inflict this on today right no i was i was the right person to give cool. this to for I'm sure glad to hear that. <laughs> I'm the I'm the dealer when it comes to weird Steam codes these days. Mm -hmm. Hey, can I get them weird Steam codes? Hey, uh, you want Steam codes? Gajit has wares if you have coin. <laughs> what are you buying? What are you buying? Stranger, Why you sell it? Stranger. Uh, yeah, so that was Lichtspear. Yes, that's the yeah. And the dev came into my chat and and was really excited that somebody was playing it. So that was awesome. Uh, shout, out, shout out to you, devs. That's slightly sad. It's like I'm really excited that someone's playing my game. Like, well, because it wasn't released yet. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And so. I think it is out today, if I recall correctly. Yeah. It's coming on console as well. So Pick keep an eye out for that. Not so not it. Good Lick your spears, console. everybody. Get on Lick it. Spears. Lick the spears. Net backslash donkey show. Get on it. <laughs> mm, yep. <laughs> uh, did on. anybody else play the uh, the second chapter of Telltale Batman? No. Uh, I, I haven't even played the first one yet. I did. It's... I haven't played the first one. Here's the thing. You guys are... Good call. 
I it's I solidly am over Telltale Games. I'm, but I'm yeah, I'm in them. a similar situation. I'm just bored of the formula. Yes, yes. No, I get I'm, that. Um, I like that. I think they cleaned up the combat a lot in Chapter 2. I feel like the combat looked a lot cleaner. But also, I liked that we had our first experience with the option of saying, do you want to do this situation as Bruce Wayne or as Batman? Oh, and I liked okay. that. That's neat. There's um, my, my biggest like funny moment in this game is the fact that one of uh, Batman's abilities is that he has this bat like hovercraft thing or drone yeah but it looks like a straight up just like dj board like it, 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 it every time he pulls it out i'm like some bat tunes are going down right now <laughs> <laughs> it looks so ridiculous it's got like neon lights and it's just out of place from everything else i don't know why it drives me crazy um yeah i it, this was definitely better than the first uh episode i also i thought it was pretty short like it was short it was very short. I was surprised that I beat it in like a little over an hour. Whoa, oh, that it, is I, short. Like an hour and three minutes short. was like, I went through and tried to do like an hour 30 maybe. It's super short. Um, a lot happens, but it's super short. And I'm, I'm not cool with that. But um, what did happen was pretty entertaining. I'll give it that. But I'm not. I've, you know what frustrates me is that with Cobblepot, they did such a like drastic design change that at the end uh i'll say i i don't spoiler. think that this would be a spoiler i'm putting it they, up anyway there we go just in case okay they show another character that i think is supposed to be a like <gasps> moment but i wound up being like okay i don't i don't know i don't know who this is <laughs> like, I'm not, oh, abs I'm, absolutely uh right? when, when the character shows up and it's just a dude in a mask um the the possibilities are literally endless and i think that's what they're going for but the problem is i mean i i too was just like i don't i don't know or care who this person is right now because it's just like, like it could be anybody because the redesigns are so drastic like the way that right. they've changed the story is so drastic in this game which i'm cool with but like it made it so that i think there was a moment there where much like with you know the marvel movies the after credit scenes on marvel movies like there was potential for half of the people playing this game to be like, oh, I know exactly who this is. And the other half to be like, I don't know, right? And, and sometimes that's really fun for people to collaborate on, on learning that information. And in this situation, I don't know anybody who's like, I definitely know who this character is. My, my initial thought was like, oh, that's their new version of Scarecrow. Got it. I don't think it is though. But it isn't. No, I agree. I don't think I, it is. And it I was like, what? It can't be because his abilities do the opposite. Absolutely. Right? Like, I don't so I don't know I, I don't know who it's supposed to be. I don't know that I like the changes they made to uh Oswald Coppelpot. I don't know that I like any of that. I just am like I don't know. I don't know that I I'm I you know it I don't seems like you're playing this purely out of curiosity. Oh, I played I played it all out of curiosity and more importantly, and this is a spoiler, at the end of this storyline a major event happens and you're given the choice either to choose between saving Selena or saving Harvey Dent. And your choice is um, if you, if you uh, save Selena, Harvey gets his face fried and becomes like two face. Right. Uh -huh. But 
If oh, save- really? Yes. I was wondering what the difference is. Oh, but if, you save, if you save Harvey, he doesn't become Two-Face, and Selena, like, gets shot, but she gets away. And so it's like, what? Like, going <laughs> forward, going forward, like, I'd rather have Two-Face in my story, because that's a character I at least know. Right? Yeah. I don't, like, it's such a weird, I'm not sure I'm okay with, it's Telltale, man. I'm, I'm just over the Telltale experience. It's driving me crazy. But I don't, I don't know. But, like, one of the big... I feel like we can take spoiler down now. Okay. Um, like, one of the things that people always complain about with Telltale games and just, like, story choice games in general is that your choice does not matter. And, like, I think that, I think that with this Batman game, we're seeing, like, potential for the choices to make a big difference. That's... Here's the thing. That's what I'm afraid is not true. Like at the end, <laughs> but it's just all gonna twist each other. How many times <laughs> have we had that? Like, especially Absolutely. like even the Game of Thrones game initially that came up from Telltale. Like, I thought at the end of the first, like, wow, this is like a major implications and stuff that's going on, and it ends up being it's all a facade. You know, it's you can't really change anything. You can't really affect anything. And really, that's been their formula for God knows how long. If they manage to reinvent that, wonderful. I'm just like, I'm sort of tired of giving them the benefit of the doubt over and over again. Well, yeah. I think it's it's one, uh, chat's right, uh, Xanry Other is right. It's 100% role play. It's all about you becoming the character and, and that experience. The problem is, is that in role play, you would believe that your actions make a difference. And many right. much of the time in these games, you feel that way up until a certain point when it is revealed, not really, not really. Everything you did is on a track and and you can be the character all you want, but there are no repercussions to the choices you made as that character. Right. So, and, and I don't know. You don't sound massively enthused about this particular game, I have to say. No, I, really, I, I really enjoyed it so far, but. Oh, okay. I have, to, I have to fight for my girlfriend's love over a fictional character. It's awful. TV. She it's awful. is so into cobble hot. It's like a problem. <laughs> cobble <laughs> Oh, God. You tumble oh, He's his name oh. now. Yeah. yeah it's a problem hot. for me. I'm not- Look, why did they make him so young and attractive? I can't. Why does he keep grabbing Bruce's biceps? These are questions <laughs> that are important. All I know oh, is that I- he, she and Crendor's girlfriend literally just sit there all day and talk about it. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> like that's, hours and it's obsessive and gross and, like, yeah. and, the, and, the, and the argument is like yeah but you like characters from video games like yeah that i'd like i think x girl is hot but i don't obsess over it you two are crazy people it's like how much fanfic have you written up to this point it's like well only right? like it's 10 insane. of them it's you know? insane oh my god i wonder hold don't enable it. You'll enable it's it by looking at it. I'm just going to check a thing. You are adding you know, to a statistic. Don't be a statistic. You know there's rule 34 everywhere of this. It's the, the, the weird part is, is that I, I don't know. I, I think, I guess the creative license is out there and you can make whatever Batman stories you want, but always angers me. Like, I think my Batman, the Batman that I have is like the animated series Batman. All that stuff to me, that's bat cannon. Anything that goes against that, I'm like, this ain't my Batman. Hashtag not my Batman. I, I'd watch more Batman if there was a bat cannon. I have to admit. <laughs> well, on his belt. Just... Absolutely. 
he has to sort of, you know, he unveils <laughs> his giant bat cannon and thrusts it towards the foe. Hang on, are you reading the things the Dodger's currently looking up? Um, yes. <laughs> just actually, if he had a cannon, it just explodes people. There's just like blood everywhere. He's like, I don't kill people. Like, no one questions it. Yeah, he just I mean, would you? It's like, but, but no, there's but not like, nearly no, enough. No, he's not. He's not dead. I'll tell Batman fan fiction out there right now, guys. I need you all to step up your game. I actually can't find any with a rudimentary just scrape of the surface, and that's disappointing for me. I would, I would say that goes to the fact that what we've said numerous times, Telltale needs to up their game and like make something. Nobody new. makes fanfic of shit people don't care about. Absolutely, we've made that Absolutely. argument time and again. <laughs> Overwatch just got its own. It's got just got its own porno. An actual real porno. Ah, the trailer is one hilarious. Two, I can't get over how Wait, CGI or live action. Oh no, live action! And the porn star they got to play Widowmaker is phenomenally like. It's just like ellipse on a face. It's so funny. I can't even. And then there's just a guy who's like, "Yeah, I'm Reaper. Let's fuck." <laughs> What's it called? Over Oversnatch. Oversnatch. Overcrotch is a lot funnier. Overcrotch is better. That's a much way. better than Oversnatch Triple X, which is what it's actually called. Uh, oh, mm. Brazzers! Should have known. <laughs> that means let's high production like, values. Let's be, everyone chats like, uh, Jim Sterling already reviewed it. Yeah, of he actually literally he did. did. <laughs> of oh my god, the costumes are amazing! Of course Jim reviewed it. Jim, good job, buddy. Work, work and pleasure, my man. Gotta give him credit for that. That is not ad-friendly content. No, that's no, all. No, it's not. It's so funny. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it exists. Shit. Uh, oh. Moving swiftly on, uh, Dan, what have you been playing this week? Uh, I... <laughs> I've been watching the Paddlins board Paradise. It's exactly ah. the same. It's beautiful. No, that's I've it. been playing Planet Coaster, which is my love, my life, my joy. Yes, it's you've always everything. been a roller coaster tycoon fan, and this oh, is Oh, it's the best thing. Yes, this is like the next Roller Coaster Tycoon made by the people who made the last good Roller Coaster Tycoon. So it's Frontier who make Elite Dangerous. Uh, they made Roller Coaster Tycoon 3, which I really like. I know it gets kind of a bad rap, but I think it's an amazing game. Like, it's a stunningly fantastic game. Like, you can, in that game, you can customize your own fireworks displays to what fireworks go off at exactly the right time and time it to music. That's what? You can have that go off. That's just a thing you can do. And you build massive, like, multi layered swim pools and have people dive, like, 15 stories down into a tiny little swimming pool and create waves and stuff. And apparently you can build roller coasters and stuff as well, but I never got around to that thing. Planet Coaster is like the next one and it's above and beyond. It's like the most customizable game I've ever seen ever. Like you don't you don't just go like, oh, I'm just gonna build a little house here. You can build like just individual oh, walls and then you decorate them. I'm watching you put a, a giant clock on this yeah, but, right. thing. Uh, best thing is they kind of went you know there's like clipping is always a thing we have to worry about and you want to make everything fit you can clip anything through anything if that's what you want to do feel free to do it so there's like one, one in the park i currently have this is little like cobblestone section just a little bit of cobblestones i just built just going up to this little house that i made those cobblestones are massive boulders they're like 99 percent under the ground with a tiny little bit at the top i just have these little tiny bits just so i've got this nice little cobblestone thing going on that's uh -huh. a giant dragon with tiny wings that you just put in there it's yeah, it's just full customization. But the buildings, if you if you're looking at the footage, the, like those buildings and stuff that you see, there's a few like you just plonk down a few things like a dragon, etc., and then you can customize its colors and things. But you, the actual buildings are 
individually built. So you don't just go, I want a burger shop. You can do that. Or you, you can, can make then your own burger. Can I take that giant thing. dragon, clip 90% of it into the ground and have its head come out of the burger shop serving burgers? Yes. Be done? Yes, you absolutely can. I, fact, I already want this. I want this a now. Very sp- there's like a like this uh, big Kraken-like monster that's entirely designed to burst out of the ground or water, but before they have that, just go out ground. So it just bursts out of the ground. You can have its like, tentacles flying around and stuff as roller coasters are going through. <laughs> what? Is... Plus, the terrain tools aren't just up or down. It's full 3D sculpting, so you can, like, mine stuff out and, you know, floating things. You can make it look whatever we got. They built Mount Rushmore in this game. One of the levels you can play is just, like, Mount Rushmore. The level this of is... visual customization here is just mind-blowing. Like, Insane. And it, and it really deals with, like, a lot of the problems that um, I think management games have. I recently got off uh, playing Project High Rise, which... Yeah. I enjoyed for the first six like hours, and, and then it you got stops, seriously... doesn't it? Yeah, you yeah. get there, and it's like, I built a tower, and what's next? I realized there was no way to express my creativity, and there was also, mm. no, like, no stakes involved. I'm looking at this, and I'm like, yeah, I probably spend hours, so cool. hours Wait, making, this... like, one ride. Like, is this I... Roller Coaster Tycoon World? No! Get out with those words! The... Uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon World, it... this is just Planet Coaster. It's an entirely separate thing. Roller Coaster Tycoon World is dreadful. It's built in Unity. It's on its fourth developer, third or fourth developer. Oh yeah, it's, that's going to be around. a flaming. It's been, all right, the version was like a. It's a, it released on time after like three delays. It released on time, but in early access, and it's. I mean, you turn you turn that giant rock into a little patio. That... Yeah, it's Jesus, it's the thing. But like, they have Rockstar Second World have actually added the same sort of like building. You can build buildings and stuff. I've not actually tested it yet, but I found, very recently discovered that they've done that. So I will be going back to Rockstar Second World to test it because I love that franchise. I want it to survive, but it looks horrific compared to this. It's it's nothing compared to Planet Coaster, which is what, what the frick? What is happening? <laughs> what are you doing? In the like, you've created a monstrosity. Oh yeah, it's entirely, but the, the only problem I have with this game is that I spent, like literally, I'm like, okay, I'm going to build like a little burger place. I'm going to build a burger place. hours building build, like, the burger thing. place. Oh yeah, and then I'm like, I look at the park and everything's on fire and there's children running past screaming. I'm like, oh yeah, I probably should have been running the whole park thing. But there's like a sandbox mode, there's challenge mode and all that sort of thing. But the That's level of customization, so like great. now they, because they keep, it's still alpha. That's still an alpha. Yeah. It's, it's coming out in November. I think in October they're doing a, a beta and stuff, but it's still an alpha. But they've just added like water and you have different types of water. So you can have rough water, murky water, wonderful, clear. I want them to have like a sheet ice kind of water, which like Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 had, where it's just beautiful, perfect reflections. That's what I really want them to have. What are you just... trying to do with this windmill right now? <laughs> I, you know what? I don't even question the footage. <laughs> <laughs> All the things it's, I was doing, I just like, yeah, let's see the things and let's, hey, that's this like- looks really fun. Oh, it's so good. But now they've added the pieces that you build the buildings out of, like some of them actually have like color customization, so you can fully color, uh, customize everything. All the roller coasters can be bits. You can choose individual section of the roller coasters where you don't want supports to be. And like full roller coaster customization to like ridiculous degrees. Rides can be customized and say, it's, it's wonderful. The path system's built for curves, but also now they've added because a lot of people wanted it in sort of like the 90 degrees sort of stuff. It's everything you want. And I spent, oh, and the best thing, the best thing about it is the lighting. Because you can actually put individual spotlights on stuff and they actually hit all the objects. So I like to build bushes and then have lights behind them. And so you can like light them from behind. So you see like little bits where the light's hitting. But also you can color the lights. So you can get everything set up to the exact color that you want it to be. What? It's you need to worry about your, your path sick. congestion. You, those people are just... <laughs> there are a lot of but people. The, the people yeah. bump into each other, they don't just walk through each other. They actually try and path find around each other. So path congestion is genuinely something you have to worry about. And you can choose different path widths as you go. It's something that actually is something you have to care about. If it's a busy area, you're going to need thicker paths and you're going to have to build around that. 
You're not managing this park at all. You are mostly fucking oh, no. around this, with trees. Yeah, so. The videos and stuff that I've done are just going, this is what's in the latest update. So yeah. that's that's all they sort of are. I'm waving my that hands around cool a lot, but I feel like though. I have to. It, it's just... There's <laughs> just a lot going on. So much going on. You're freaked out the exits to go to Steam, I hear. And <laughs> I never get... When they do that on a plane, I've no idea what that means. They're like, okay, they're going to show me the nearest exit. So they do that. I'm like, what is... I it's, certainly go, and a dove just flies out. I'm like, oh. That would be the point where they're, they're trying to you. explain to you their exits. Yeah, into, which I can see because they got big bright. <laughs> Where's the exit? Go that way. There's an exit <laughs> over there. And maybe here, but mostly over there. <laughs> Dan, please don't die on this plane. That's what they're trying to tell front you. Of the wing You're and worried an exit about magic tricks. Behind the wing. It's like, right, that covers the that's the whole aircraft, right? None of that would matter anyway. <laughs> no. In reality, none of that would matter. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't flash back with you hang on, the plane's crashing. Wait a minute. If it became an issue, <laughs> it probably is not gonna make too much of a difference. Yeah. No. <laughs> No, oh, I've seen I've seen plenty of situations on TV where people manage to live through a plane crash. Yeah, how's that so, working in reality? I'm learning as much as I can about smoke monsters. <laughs> Spoiler: You'll never learn actually what it is. I'll never learn anything about. You'll smoke never monsters. learn anything about smoke monsters. I don't want to spoil it for you. Wasn't <laughs> Gene Roddenberry spoiled right now? Feeling pretty spoiled right now. Wasn't Gene yeah. Roddenberry a smoke monster? Gene Roddenberry survived a plane crash. That's a thing, isn't it? Well, what use is that? He's dead now. What's the point? Oh my it? god. Nihilus TB is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? What's because the point of anything? You can thank the, the debate point? last night. Because it was before he made Star Trek. There we go. Yeah. He went, yeah, I'd like the plane crash and he ran back inside it. He broke his ribs but still went back inside to save people. Comes goddamn here and invented Star Trek. That's a thing for you to learn. <sighs> but yeah, in Planet Coaster, you could build a plane crash because of all the little bits you can put together. You also get like effects and things. If you have like, if you want fire, you can just get some fire or like water Perfect. spouts. And you've got like, there's smoke and there's like confetti and bubbles and things. I would make fire park. Like literally. every ride is on fire all You the can time. literally do, you could build it underground as well. You the can burgers tunnel are on down. Fire and dig out and you could build an entirely underground fire-based theme park. Just a f popcorn stand that's all <laughs> on fire all the time. I like this. I like this plan. Totally Absolutely. Mm. That's great. You can genuinely do that and I kind of fancy doing it now. In challenge mode, I assume you start with a certain amount of money. Yeah, yeah. I God knows what's in there. I can't light my bushes as accurately in there, so I'm like, no, I don't want to play that. That's not a fuck around mode. <laughs> no, it's that's I can't like they've got a like, very light management in the moment, but it's I, I as soon as they add the more, I'm gonna be slightly worried because I'm like I may have to play with infinite money on because for me this is just a make the walls the most beautiful part kind of thing. Yeah, that that does get it does reach a point where you're like, why am I doing this? <laughs> oh, that never that part never comes for me. I'm, I'm just like eh, it's just oh the bush needs lighting and oh like see so I spent hours like just getting these little bushes and like going no down a bit no, no down. <laughs> Yeah. I just need them to be yeah, just, perfect. Just exactly. And like this is like the entrance bit that no one even sees. And it's just like, no, that has to be. That just has to be there. Because it's not for them, it's for you, Dan. Oh, it's literally for me. I don't care if there's people in the park or not. They're really just set decoration. That's all they're there for. But there's like there's not even any rides. It's, I've just made like like gardens, just beautiful gardens that go on forever. 
Oh my god, I, I, totally do that. I think I might do that. And then like night comes, and it lights up perfectly. I'm like, oh, it's cool. <laughs> and then like, Rodicaster just crashes into it. And I'm like, oh, oh no. You sold me. Was... You sold me on it, Dan. No, <laughs> One copy sold. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just me and you. Yeah. I can't wait for it to come out in 2019. We'll see. It's coming out in November this year. I don't believe. I you. can't wait for 2026. Is it, I, this normally, this is the kind of stuff that I'd be like, "That's never going to come out." But it's it runs buttery smooth. Even with like, I can have a thousand people in that park, and I'm still hitting buttery smooth. I like how this is buttery. It's kind of greasy, isn't it? Buttery smooth. I, mean, I was going to say, if you did that, the butter would not be in your hand anymore. You do. You just machine. It's like building. It's like building cakes. It's when you build a cake, you go Ooh. butter. Ooh, Forty buckarooskies, but it's worth it. Yes, I paid way more than that to get like the super early stuff. Good luck. Super early. <laughs> Good luck. It was like a hundred dollars. I think it started. It was really like, put it up like for the early half. They're like, look, we only want the people in here who are gonna like actually, actually give play a this. Yeah, it's and I was like, that's me. That's me. <laughs> Uh, if you if you don't like the 3D stuff, there's also Parkitect, which is like a, a redoing of the Rollercoast Tycoons One and Two with the isometric top-down view that's being made at the moment, and that's very good as well. They've got they don't have like quite the level of customization, but they have sort of like a little bit of building, building, and they got some good stuff going on. That's a really fun game as well. But that's uh, that's focused more on sort of like staff management stuff. Like they've added they they haven't just like cloned it; they're doing it their own sort of way. And that is that is coming along really nicely. There's a re we get a nice resurgence of these Rollercoaster games, but. Uh, it looks well, people like people do want the management games. It's just a lot of them have seem to have missed the point lately. Yeah, yeah, they have. Someone, this is like my favorite genre. I'm like, yeah, I, I play. I think I'm like, oh my god, new management game, and I'm gonna go back and play Planet Coaster now. I'm disappointed. Although this, I see Planet Coaster for me isn't a management game. It's a make the bushes look pretty game. Mm. That's 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 all I play it as. I'm sorry, guys. They spent so much time like programming roller coasters and stuff in, and I'll never use it. <laughs> But, but the experience that you want out of like a Sims game where you yeah. can make shit look beautiful and have it work right, yeah. you get that experience out of it. I get that one out of it. And it's, it's, uh, it's got workshop support. So anything you make gets saved as like one big lump thing and then you can upload it to the workshop and other people nice. can use it. You can download other people's. It's like I downloaded a, like someone made an at just an at and I just plunked them a park and I looked inside by the back of it and there's just a burger stall sitting in the back. Like, and then you can set it on fire. Then you can fire set park. it on fire. You can actually like make like battles and stuff going on because you can have like jets that fire every now and then. And there's like lasers as well. There's red Hot lasers park. at the moment. The best park. Wait, is there is there like functionality inside of the game to like create your own stuff, or is it like with old Sims where you have to like take the mesh file out and adjust it and then put it back in there and like? When you start gluing a building together, so you got all the wall panels, and then you have all the things that go inside it, and people build these massively extravagant things. Once you've built that, it saves as one big thing, and you just simply just go click save, and it's saved into your game. You can put it in your other parts as well. So it's super easy to use. It's done such a good job. Looks great. Right, but like if I, wait, but like, wait. Oh my God, did I not ask you, did I just trump? Did I not ask you a question? <laughs> <laughs> I think I wasn't very- I'm gonna make Planet Coaster great again! I wasn't super clear with my question. Okay, okay so fine. so say that I wanted to make a Doctor Who-themed amusement park, uh -huh. right? And yeah. I was like, but shoot, they don't have a TARDIS. Uh -huh. I need to build my own TARDIS. I have is built there, a TARDIS. I have built there, a TARDIS. 
Okay, so there's a way the for me to build a TARDIS inside yeah, of the it's game. It's not perfect yet, yeah, but there's enough sort of bits and pieces, and they keep adding loads of bits and pieces that you can put something together. It's not, it's a bit like Little Big Planet when you just, you it wasn't like exactly how it was designed to be put together because they give you so much freedom with it, you can just put it together however you want it. Right. Okay. So, so like, I've been at a house, I'm like, oh, I've been at a house, and it's so cute and stuff. And then I look at like someone, like, like a Silverette's guy from YouTube who does stuff, and he's been like, just like the Alps with like building and stuff. <laughs> And a roller coaster that goes through more perfectly, and I'm like, I'm at my house. <laughs> <laughs> but but my house. Okay, cool. That's that's that was my question. Yes, I answered it, cool. and I made America great again. <laughs> yes, I answered it. <laughs> <laughs> I have done it. I have um, answered your question. <laughs> I have. That's all. That's uh, pretty much all I've been playing. I think the entire time. I can yeah. I can see sinking a lot of time into that game. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I need to do this thing. I'll just quickly play Planet Coaster, and it's six weeks later. Uh-oh. That's why no. you missed your wedding, dude. It, 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 yeah. yeah. Spoiler. That's why it's October. Oh. Yeah, that's why. It was one of those scenes where you went in, and the, the days just started spinning behind you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's like, it's like a camera on his face, and then it slowly goes up to the clock. Clock ding, ding, I've only ding, lit ding, like ding. one bush in the game. I'm like, no, there, there, no. There. <laughs> yep. I did it. Like a massive beard. We've made your 80s movie. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Good. <laughs> Good. Excellent. I'll play Hyperlight Drifter today. You want to know why? Yeah. They, why? They've just ended the beta for the 60 FPS version. The thing that they said they oh, probably wow. couldn't do while well, they've done Hated. it. Yeah, big deal. It's like, I, I backed that fucking game and then never played it because, like, I don't want to play this at this speed. Uh, actually, that's not true. I did play it for about five minutes and it was, like, playing treacle. I was going to say, I thought you played it. Yeah, and I hated it. it originally. I fucking hated it. And they actually did it. They finally changed it around. You know? And the annoying thing is it's kind of their own fault. They put themselves in this situation. I mean, if I recall correctly, it's a game-maker game. And Game Maker has the option for either 30 or 60 boot. You have to start that way. Mm. Actually reverting it back afterwards, that's kind of no bueno. But yep. they have apparently managed it. They spent a ton of time doing it, which is awesome. And I imagine that game is going to be a fuckload better now. So yep. I want to give that a bash. And twice as loud. They promise it will be twice as loud. No. Twice as loud. They, they, twice they as did not. No. THX. You're thoroughly misrepresenting it. <laughs> they didn't say that at all. Double the hypers. Double the lights. Double the drifting. <laughs> Overdrift. Overdrift. It's actually just Need for Speed brought back. No one really noticed. It's a racing game. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a totally different game. <laughs> Yeah, so I want to play yeah. that. Not that I have, but that's the thing I want to play. That's something I'm aspiring to play. I see. But you've mostly just been playing mobile games. Is uh, that I mean, outside of Battle Right, which I'll talk about in the second hour, I, I did go back to Clash Royale a bit because they put in a fairly large update to that game. Interesting. Which, it was good in a few... Yeah, we all fell off of that game. Yeah, of course you did. It, it didn't surprise oh, me. Okay. Although, like, I did as well. Like, cause It's mostly because I just didn't... I lacked an objective, I think, in that game. I got uh, too powerful. Yes, I the, became too powerful. The sunlight burned my wings. and It was, um, I think it's when they put the tournament update in. I was really looking forward to the tournament update. And the tournament ended up being just the worst. Like, not tournaments in any way. 
and I just thought, fuck this, I'm done. They redid the tournament mode into what's more like a WoW arena mode, whereby you get, you can win up to 12 times, but once you lose three, you're out, and you pay a small amount of gems to go in and you get a prize. That's much better. It's like, now I have an objective every time I play, which is awesome. They've also made it a little less terrible for free-to-play players. They offer, like, daily deals, which you can pick up, which will guarantee you certain cards. So a lot of people were complaining, cool. I can't get a legendary, fuck, I want a legendary card. Now it's like, yeah, totally, we'll offer you a legendary card for X amount of either in-game currency or the premium currency. And they gave everyone a big starter pack as well, which contained a bunch of useful stuff. They've kind of... they've. The problem, well, I mean, obviously the problem with that game being that you can spend almost infinite money, but the problem was really the random acquisition of a lot of things. And mm. it's like spending the money wasn't necessarily a problem. It's just that you could spend the money and never get what you want that was bullshit. Right. Now they've, they've made that a lot easier and they've rebalanced a lot of the cards and the game just generally feels a lot better. It's, I realized I'm shit at it now. I've completely forgotten how to play that game. I used to be good. At least I think I was. Either that or I just paid too much money. It's possible that I just paid a lot of money and that made me good. But outside of that, it is a lot more fun to play now that there's an actual reason to play. Instead of just, yay, let's get trophies. Oh, trophies. I lost all my trophies. I'm back to where I was again. What am I doing for this for again? I just... Trophies. I've lost trophies. all <laughs> <No>. <laughs> How do I hold all these trophies? Oh, the I trophies. dropped them. Yeah, but their little challenge mode is nice. That's a that's a good reason to play it again, I think. And they have a, a nice little additional card variety. It's It feels pretty good. You know, some of the best cards in the game are now really, really cheap commons. So that's nice. You know, it's nice to see the meta sort of swing towards something that everybody can have. Instead of, hey, you need three legendary cards, which are nine impossible to get if you want to be competitive past a certain level. They did fix that a bit, which is good. That's good. Yeah, it's, it's an improvement. It finally knocked Pokemon Go off the top grossing spot after they introduced that update. It's been there for months. Not anymore! Clash Royale getting all the money again. Get fucked, Niantic. Yay! You ruined your game. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure you that's something worth game. celebrating one way or the other, but hey. Yay. Yay, indeed. There was this <laughs> there was this other mobile game that I played as well that kind of caught my eye because of the theme called Shadow Wars. Uh, I think it's by the guys that made Monsters Ate My Metropolis, which theme-wise was really cool, where you had a, a just a giant crab monster that would fight other monsters and stuff like that. It looks really awesome. It was published by Adult Swim, I think, but the actual game wasn't very fun. It's something of a kind of match three monster collecting RPG, but they've gone down this weird 90s cartoon route of what if all of these ancient mythical beings were cool, rad dudes? What if you could get Kid Tut? He's a mummy, but he plays hockey, so he's awesome and rad. Sure. <laughs> it, that's that's what about Kid Tut? Kid Tut. Hold on. I, you guys continue. I need to look something up. Sam Hain, who's just Sam. Like SAM, Sam Hain. He's got a baseball cap. He's on fire. And hey. All right. All right. It's all I it's all like, dumb ninety shit. Like it feels I would like to time out on this. Dumb ninety shit is where I exist, by the way. But also, time out. <laughs> I feel like T B we have a lawsuit pending here because I quote January twenty fourth, two thousand eleven. Jesse and TB play DC Universe online. My character's name was, was Kid, Kid Tut. Tut. I know. <laughs> I know. Sue these motherfuckers. Take them for all. 
<laughs> yep, you used to be Kid Tut. Kid Tut. <laughs> Got it, some fact checking going on in that corner. You, you, you weren't a mummy with a hockey stick though, and you weren't super rad and tubular. So I wasn't. Look, tubular. I was the mummy with an afro. Kid Tut was awesome. Don't hate. He was that sounds pretty tubular to me. It was tubular. He was tubular. He was bodacious and rad. Y'all don't even know. Yeah, it took me a oh while to identify where that came from. Like, hang on, that is Jesse's character, isn't it? It's yep. uh, a the game itself. The only reason they're kind of playing it, I think, is the theme. It it gives me a weird vampire the masquerade vibe, where it's like you're fighting in like New York and all these other places, but there's actually secret societies summoning fucking '90s cartoon demons, and it's all super serious, and they swear at each other. But it was just like, this is. I mean, gameplay-wise, it's, you know, fairly satisfying match three battle RPG with a bit of collecting, but it I just want to see what stupid cartoon variants of weird mythical monsters they can come up with. Like, the Jersey Devil is in it, and I'm pretty sure it's just a really angry rabbit. It's like, that's great. It's, not, it's not a real monster. It sounds like, like 90s trading cards that you would get with yes, dumb. Yes, it oh, really is that. It's exactly garbage trail kids. Well, you remember stuff like uh, yeah, like Mighty Max. You remember Mighty Max? Oh, my dude, I did. With those little play sets that you could have. It it, fe it feels a lot like. I remember that. Mighty Mouse and no, Polly Pocket. Polly Pocket, yeah. Polly Pocket was was the girls' and pale version. Puppies. <gasps> yeah. It's wow. kid sister. It's fine, you know. I I don't I don't envision playing a lot of it, but it's. <laughs> I, I, it's just really nicely presented, and it's got a really cool look Did to it. Did we just remember really that theme. entire conversation? <laughs> yes, you, you just keep doing that. It's remember, party party. I mean, it is just it is just a mobile game. It's not like much discussion is required. But yeah. remember berries right there. We remember buried, yeah. Absolutely. What you can't bury, however, is our sponsor today. Because our sponsor is audible.com slash cynical, and we are contractually obligated to talk about it. That was great. What a segue. You can't bury it because it's a multinational corporation with a lot of money. Reading is obsolete, thanks to audible.com. Head over to audible.com slash cynical for your free audiobook and trial. I would say that I've been reading, but I haven't because I've been listening, because I'm lazy and this site enables me to be just that. Star Wars mm. Heir to the Empire, Jesse, a game, uh, a game, what? A book that I think you've worshipped repeatedly in the past. This is fantastic. I, I had never read it. I don't know how I managed to avoid it, but I'd never read it and it's widely considered to be like one of the best Star Wars books ever. And I listened to the whole thing. It was read by Mark Thompson who is a brave man because he tries to do all the voices. Now, bear in mind, of course, that it being a Star Wars book based, I think it's about five years after the destruction of the Death Star 2. He it's no has... canon. Point of order. I, dis I, I don't care. Still, if this is not it's canon... It's phenomenal. It's still phenomenal, but no longer canon. I, I refuse to believe that. In my mind, I think... You and everyone else. You and every yep. other Star Wars nerd. This this is such a good follow-up. Like, it feels like an, a Star Wars movie. It has everything that a Star Wars movie would have in it. It has swashbuckling. It has evil alien Calicar, assassins. Baby. It has dark Jedi. It Ooh. has, you know, temptation. It has imperial nonsense. Every Everyone who is imperial has a British accent and feels, you know, suitably... <laughs> arrogant about everything thrawn is amazing this guy does all the voices he does a pretty damn passable han solo i've got to give him credit for that yep. uh, he also does a wookie with a speech impediment <laughs> you were, that's right you were talking there's, about that earlier there's a thing that i thought i would never hear in my life 
<laughs> and yet here we are. That was that's cracking. It's it's a really good one. I listened to the almost the whole thing. I binged the whole thing over the course of a couple of days. It was just great, great use of sound assets. Awesome narration. Really great story. Looking forward to hearing the other two. Uh, Jesse, if I recall correctly, you were also checking out a Star Wars book recently. Yo, if you're willing to go down the rabbit hole and you start to find that you really like Star Wars books, uh, Mark Thompson did a lot of the new Aftermath books, I believe, as well. So mm. uh, I've definitely been like in a Mark Thompson zone as of late. Um, if you're willing to go down the rabbit hole and you really want to uh, learn more about this this Star Wars expanded universe stuff, um, first off, shameless plug for my podcast about it, but <laughs> of course. Uh, on the podcast, we just did uh, season two of Clone Wars, which is not a book at all, but it's part of the canon. And it's still barely an okay show to watch, but one of the characters, Asaz Ventress, her story's like never resolved in that show. And they made a book about it. And so I finally got that on Audible. It's called Dark Disciple. And it's her story about like what happens after, like where she goes. Cause she's a cool character that they never resolve. And this is the resolution of her story. Where are they so, now? Yeah, if you go down that rabbit hole of like Star Wars nerddom, this book will is eventually where you'll where you'll end up. And um, it's awesome. It's really cool, and it brings back a lot of characters that uh, also got that we st- sort of stopped writing about them or talking about them treatment, and they put them all in one book, and it's pretty great. So I would highly recommend that. And it's the best way. Look, the best way to do a Star Wars book is on Audible. I'm letting you know now. It's a radio play. It's not just a book read. It's yeah, a, a lot of these things are basically radio plays at that point. Either they have multiple people doing it, or they have a guy who's just very good at voices. And mm-hmm. the Star Wars books always have a great use of sound assets as well, which helps a lot, because they have all of the official music. They kicks in at just the right time. That's what made uh, Air to the Empire feel like an actual Star Wars movie to me, because they had a perfect use of music in that. Yeah, that is not the only thing you can do over Audible, however. Dodger, you were talking to me about something a little unusual. Oh yeah, I found out that they have like radio shows. They do. They um, don't just do audiobooks. They do they do radio stuff. So I was looking for I've basically been wanting to uh read more books about cryptids cuz I think that they're fascinating. A cryptid what, is what basically is a, cryptid? a cryptid is a creature that may have existed but there isn't really proof. There's okay. just like a lot of hearsay, a lot of stories that line up about the same Looking Isn't that cryptozoology? Is that what it is? Cryptozoology, yes. I listen to Coast Coast AM. (laughs) (laughs) So they uh, they have a a radio show on Audible called The Legend of the Goat Man: Horrifying Monsters, Cryptids, and Ghosts. And I have not listened to it yet. I listened to the little snippet, and it takes place, I'm pretty sure, in a truck. And I'm so excited! (laughs) Wait to listen to it. Hear all about the Goat Man. I should start listening to more nonfiction, actually, on Audible. It seems like an ideal way to do it. I just can't get through that many bi- biographies. I just can't. I don't find them interesting to read, but I'd listen to them. I'll be all right. The comedy ones are amazing because it's almost always recorded by the, the author. Yeah, which that's is like a, a TFA book. And, oh, they're, and they're so they're good. They're hilarious. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. Um, I love listening to the comedy ones while I'm like exercising or something because it it keeps me not focused on the fact that my whole body hurts. So there you go. <laughs> Anyways, oh, well, the, the cynical, man. ineffective painkiller, no prescription required. <laughs> yep. 
But do go Could check out our sponsor. There are so many audiobooks available for you. And you can get a free trial. Grab yourself a free audiobook. Audible.com slash cynical. Syncs across pretty much any device. Also syncs with a real book on Kindle, if you so desire. So if you no. want to pretend you're reading, you can do that. But with headphones in, no one will know that you're cheating. And it will be perfectly set up and perfectly synced up just for oh. you. Get more credibility on public transport with audible.com slash cynical. <laughs> yep. Something along those lines. Go listen to a bunch of Star Wars books. Nobody knows that you have terrible taste with audible.com slash cynical. They have erotica. Quite a lot of it, actually. And no one will know. Sadly, no Telltale Batman erotica. But one day. Someday. It is possible. They're a very inclusive company. You seem genuinely upset about that, don't you? Don't worry, guys. I'm going to write it. I'm going to be the premier Telltale Batman. Fanfic erotica writer. Nope. You watch the Corruptional Podcast. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Corruptional Podcast. <laughs> you see, we'd fix your camera for two minutes. Trust and us, I, we did. I, know, I had so much faith. It's like, it wow. It like it was fixed. I don't know. I'm why. on a crashing spaceship currently. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what the issue is. It's just, it's just some signals getting fried. Understandable. Understandable. It, it has been known to happen. Yeah. Jesse, what have you been playing this week? Apparently the mic game is what you've been playing. You're muted. Week. You're muted. Darling. Darling. Oh, no, no, yeah. There you go. Okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no. Shout out, first off, to everyone who watched and uh, my illustrious office colleagues for the Mario RPG stream this weekend. That was That was so fun. I had never played that game before. For those of you out there who have never played the Super Mario RPG, uh, it's basically what Kingdom Hearts was before Kingdom Hearts existed. Imagine a game where they took all the Mario characters and then put them with nonsensical bullshit. That's basically what this game is. It's nonsense. But it's so much fun and so before silly. Before that, the Mario plots made so much sense. Well, I know, right? <laughs> imagine that and then Square Enix or, or Squaresoft at the time getting involved and like making it an RPG with a story that makes even less sense than the normal Mario story. The, be- the best thing they did was give another layer to all the characters. So, like, for instance, you have uh, Peach, who turns out to be, like, a certifiable badass. There is um, uh, uh, Bowser, Bow- Bowser, who is literally, uh, like, always trying to show off about how, like, tough he is. But really, on the inside, he's like, oh, jeez, everyone's going to hate me. It's amazing. Like, they introduce a bunch of new characters. There's a little cloud baby that, that Dodger got to be the Mallow. Yeah, who's a marshmallow because he looks like an ice cream. And uh, everyone wants to eat him, I guess. Actually, I a know. cloud. Just... He's a cloud. <laughs> and, and then there's, you know, all the stars. And we came up with an amazing theory that Gino, the star, is actually Rosalita's star. Think about it. Um, Good theory. There's, there's a, it's a nonsense game with a silly plot. But it's super fun and like you don't have to, it's not like a make you think kind of game. It's like, I get to play these Mario characters and do crazy Mario shit. It's, it was a blast and it, it's super short for an RPG. We took our time with it and did all the bonus stuff and still 14 hours was the it end was of it. 14 hours, yeah. Like uh, with reading out loud, reading all of the dialogue. Yeah. And doing the worst fairly, possible voices. If the internet is to be believed anyway, there's a lot of desire for a, another Super Mario RPG. And there is a, a game coming out 
it's the the latest uh, Paper Mario, isn't it? Paper Mario and people are complaining actually... that's not really an RPG anymore. The, the the first wasn't the first Paper Mario very RPG, and it's become a it's, lot less. It's since. supposed to be like from what the legend is, is that Paper Mario the first one was originally going to be Super Mario RPG two, right. and then there was a mix up with the teams, whatever, and it became Paper Mario. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely in that same vein. I would love to see a Mario RPG two, mostly because. It, it's just fun. Like, it's a fun experience. It's not about giving you a serious, wild, crazy story. It's Mario, right? You're fighting fucking turtles and stuff. What's fun is the introduction of new characters that you don't think would fit in that world, but totally do. Like uh, Booster, which is literally just the guy who goes, ah, the entire time and tries to, like, marry Peach, but doesn't understand what the concept of marriage is. Okay. So he's not really sure why he's doing it. He just and like, is also kind of trying to kill you, but also kind of considers you his best friend. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's very it's weird. So, it's so bizarre. Like, he doesn't know who Mario is, but owns a Mario doll. Like, it's just, it's a very bizarre, weird game. And uh, there's and so kind, many... Kind of, not dark, but, like, is willing to be a bit more twisted than I think Nintendo ever wants Mario games to be. Right. You know? Like, there are lots of uh, creatures that you fight that totally make sense in a Final Fantasy situation, but do not make sense in a Mario situation, where you're like, that's a little horrifying, like, for a Mario game. One of the enemies is literally Donkey Kong in Chains. Like, literally Donkey Kong in Chains is, a, is an enemy. Um, There's... I think the best part about it is... When you finally get to the end, you, like through the entire game, all the bosses are weapons, right? There's a bow and arrow boss, and there's a spear boss, and there's a shield, like there's a bomb boss, right? When you get to the end, you discover that all those bosses are like production line bosses. There's going to be a million trillion of those bosses. And you realize very quickly, all the, all the heroes and villains of the Mushroom Kingdom and the other worlds have united to stop the uh, industrial like the military industrial complex like that's the okay. moral of this game and it's it's like such a ridiculous it's like yeah well in mario they don't use weapons to kill each like hammers those are tools like they don't use weapons and, and right we don't want weapons in our world and it's a very like political statement ending that i actually really love i think it's very clever it of was them. interesting it was a fun game yeah yeah like it's a game that's super silly and in the end you're like I see the moral of it, like what this was all about. It's you should punch fun. each other, not shoot each other. <laughs> Step Absolutely. on each other. I That's see. I get it's it. The Batman approach. <laughs> we don't yeah. kill anyone. We just cannon. Yeah. You could break your ribs and potentially, you know, puncture a lung and kill them. Life-changing injuries. But it's it's a very like it's a very like like Japanese moral code game of just like if you're gonna fight. Fight like with some honor, asshole. Like it's that kind of like don't be the dude who's like firing arrow. Like it's a very interesting moral game that I I I love how silly it is. It's very uh silly with like a good point to to what you're doing, and um we'll never see anything like it again. Like it's about as close to what Kingdom Hearts has become as you'll get. Except Kingdom Hearts is like we tried to make it super serious. Like nobody, nobody cares about that. They just want to see like, look, I just want to see. What do you mean nobody cares about that? 
nobody cares. Like nobody cares about Kingdom Hearts. Jesse's uh, going on the record saying nobody cares about Kingdom Hearts. I have a feeling you may be uh, a little blinkered on that one. No, I'll back no, you no. up, Jesse. I back you up. Nobody cares. Me. All right, Donald Trumps. Hold on. Let me. <laughs> what I'm saying is wrong. <laughs> I never people, said that. Jesse's going to deny saying that later. Fucking shit. <laughs> This is why we're gonna have Trump as president, and when he puts them all out, I'll be here. Like, uh, look, sorry. Um, no, the the premise is that all these people like Kingdom Hearts, the concept. No one gives a fuck about the story. Is what I'm saying. The story is nonsensical. People like the idea of I get to play as uh, this kid who's fighting alongside Mickey Mouse and Cloud as we battle fucking Sephiroth. People love that shit. The story is gibberish. And if anyone's like, I like it for the story, then you are a crazy person and completely survival. I don't know anyone who does. If you are in the chat, I, I ask you to come forth so that we may <laughs> recognize you and put you on the other side of the wall that Trump will build because, oh my God, it's nonsense. It's not, a, it's not about the story. See, Durarin Furion, you're on the other side of the wall. That guy's gone. That guy, <laughs> that guy will kidnap you. That's a crazy person. He will take your kids at night. That guy, gone. Gloves and chat, get him on the other side of the wall. That guy, you don't know what he'll do. He's, he's the one who, like, rubs his balls on your uh, food at dinner. That's that guy. Get him out of here. That's what I'm saying. Kingdom, see, everyone who agrees, Kingdom Hearts does have a story. Thank you for being normal and not a fucking weeboo. Done. And scene. I don't even like Kingdom Hearts and I feel condemned. Well, <laughs> you should. You should. I, feel I, was, like I don't like I it. I have nothing to do with this and I still feel guilty. <laughs> Other side of the wall. Which side of the wall has Kingdom Hearts 3? I think that'll be a big seller. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think some people would willingly go. Send me over there. <laughs> long dead after Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts 3 will come out and our grandchildren will get to play it. We'll be long dead. All of us will be gone. It'll be the aliens will come to Earth and be like, what's this thing that was unreleased? Oh. Oh, my God. It's going to be like the Bridget Jones's baby of video games. Yeah. It'll come Fuck. out and no one, people will be like, what? What is this about? What is this? Was this? Is this a series? What yeah. is this? Yeah. We'll never get it. Also, wasn't there a Final Fantasy VII thing supposed to happen? What happened to that? Where did that go? Where did that go? Square Enix, what are you doing? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening, Square Enix? Final Fantasy 15, Where's my Deus Ex? Square Enix! What? It's, so, my... what? it's out. <laughs> they released it. It's. I don't have my fucking collector's edition that they mailed to the world. <laughs> Where's that at? Are you denying the existence of Deus Ex Mankind Divided because it hasn't yet turned up for you? Yes! I'm done! It and we're the way. trumps of this group. <laughs> It doesn't work that way at all. It still exists. It's real, Jesse. It's real. You're playing it on your channel. You don't get to deny it. It's real. It's too deep. It's too deep. End scene. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Wow, this is amazing. This show's just... <laughs> I don't know no more. Um, stop, stop caring. I... Actually, have played Mystic Messenger now um, because people. Oh, thank God! It was important. Everyone was very interested in your opinion on that. 
Uh, they are because I got nonstop fucking tweets from people for like two weeks being like, are you playing Mystic Messenger yet or what's going on? So guys, here's my opinion. The game moves a little too slow and all of the characters are immature and it's not... It's not the game for me. Is, you know what is, a better isn't it supposed is? to be a text message simulator? Like it that is. sounds so it, like, like it's it, working as intended. It it is very aware of itself too. Like it'll give you answer because all of the answers are pre-written for you, but you get to choose which one you want to do. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it'll be like it'll be like, do you ever think about why you're here? And one of your answers usually can be, I don't know, man. I just downloaded this game. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's it's supposed to be like a game that mimics a messenger app. Uh huh. Sorry, this is just that's a much better game version that of that game. A messenger app. That a is... much better version of that game. Uh -huh. Okay, that's great. You can game. talk about it after I'm done. Oh, I won't. I'm just pointing <laughs> it out that this is much better. Sorry. Uh -huh. Shut him the fuck down. <laughs> uh, but the the game is set up so that every hour or so you get a a potential text conversation that you can participate in. Um, it'll happen with or without you. So the same people will still show up. And if you don't, if you're not there for it, then they'll just have a conversation with each other. Um, you can use the currency inside of the game to like redo the conversation if you if you want to. Uh, it sort of depends on like what butt you're trying to touch, I think. But I don't know, the con like the concept of it works for me, but it just it just moves too slow for me, and I'm not I'm not interested enough to wake up in the morning and be like, well, while I was sleeping, I probably missed like four conversations. Oh, that well. is, however, the entire point of the game. It is designed to be paced that way. Yeah, absolutely. It's just not. It doesn't work for me, really. Um, one of the things that I think is is kind of smart though is that every now and then you'll get a phone call from one of the boys, and it's like a fully fully voiced phone call that you can like respond to and stuff. And I'm like, that's pretty dope that they got people to like record so many phone calls <laughs> that you can potentially get in this app. It's a friend simulator. Yep. Perfect for those who don't have any real people to talk to. Ooh. Oh. It's not fair. There's an asshole in this game who really loves cats. And I was like, there he is. That's the boy for me. And you can't get him unless you're in the deep story, which means you have to defeat, defeat. You have to complete defeat. the casual story with one of the other boys first, and then you get to go for asshole cat boy. And I was you like, no, ramp up to asshole cat boy. I can't. I'm. I don't have the strength. I don't have the strength for it. So yeah, that's Mystic Messenger. Would you like to talk about the Mr. Robot game now, Jesse? Am I allowed to? No. No. Am I, am I allowed to, Mom? Is that okay with you? <laughs> Fine. Now, now that I'm done talking, yes. Wow. Okay. So we should have hired you for the moderator last night. Yeah. When did when did this show become we don't interrupt Dodger podcast? Because that's not what I signed up for. That's what this is. It's I think a new you'll day, find Jesse. there is actually new a America in your contract uh, that specifically allows us to do this. Hashtag patriarchy. Hashtag we're still number one. I'm not okay with this. So what? Everything. Number one at everything. <laughs> number one at number one at childbirth. Oh. Number one at uh, bra wearing. Number one at long hair patriarchy. So, um, and a lot of childbirth is in like you have the most children, and you got the widest hips. So how are you how are you judging this? They just they just do it the best. They do it the most yeah, stylish. I don't know. I don't know. But like for the time, I'm just like yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like why are you asking so many questions? Why are you asking so many questions? 
Just, I'm just interested. Who are, in, you, know, who are you? I'm interested in culture. Little hoops, You're like a guest it, here in our house, and you to get it through the hoops, so you get extra questions? points. <laughs> do a little, like, it does a little court screw on the way out. That's like fifty points. <laughs> Yeah, it's basically like R, reckless disregard for gravity. Only the childbirth version of R. Oh, yeah. If you have any comments or questions about today's podcast, please tweet them at DexBonus. Sounds great. Leave me alone. Go for it. Hit me up. Talk about the fucking Mr. Robot game. I already did, like two weeks ago. I don't need to talk about it again. I don't care. I wasn't listening that time. Um, I'm I'm much more interested in playing the Mr. Robot game now that I've uh, watched almost all of the first season of Mr. Robot. Yeah, I mean, that's not a game you can really play without. I think you've got to play about halfway through because it's set about halfway through the first season, right? If I recall correctly. Yeah, it's uh, it's set after episode five. But the thing is, it might also behoove you not to know much about Mr. Robot because if you're going to role play the game, there's a lot of times where the conversations you're having, a person would respond what but are you, you talking you about? You metagame it. Right. Yeah, but you're like, I know what they're referring to. And you're like, I'm <laughs> in. Yeah. I wonder if it plays with you on that level. Yeah, I didn't I didn't play it because when we talked about it originally, you said that I should wait until after I've watched the show. It does, it does play with you. And there's a lot of stuff it plays with you on that is more than just, you're not just, because it's not your phone per se in, in the story of the game, you're dealing with all these other things that are on the character's phone. And it's it's interesting. I'll give it that. I won't spoil nothing because Mr. Robot is all spoils every episode, all the time. There's never not a spoiler. I fell asleep while we were watching episode eight. And for any of well, you, now who you have, have watched, no idea what's going on then. Uh, uh, I watched the whole what? thing and I'm still not sure I know what's going on. <laughs> we were watching episode eight and I fell asleep halfway through and then I woke up to see I'm going what what. <laughs> What is this? Yep. What? <laughs> like yep. just losing it. It was lovely. Um, yeah. And so then I got caught up and we watched episode nine and it's quality shit. It's nice. Somehow I managed to not get spoiled on any aspect of Mr. Robot. I had no idea going into it anything about it. And that made it so much more satisfying to guess things and then be correct. That's 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 how you know I fundamentally love a thing is when I will not spoil it. For, I will literally just be like, go watch it. <laughs> So I have someone to talk to about it. Well, that's <laughs> rare. Let me just do let me it. He wallows cool in the misery of others. Uh, you know what? I do. I do. And it's not It's not because I, uh, for lack of trying. I just don't, you know, I want people to watch it. It's a great show. I love it. And yes. I'd, like it, I'd like it to complete its run. They're, apparently they're only making it five seasons long. So, yo, let's get three more out of this thing. Absolutely. The, the, the game concept is interesting. I have a feeling that those those little games that message 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 message—that's a biggy have, word. Like, don't elect sound. me. I'm not qualified for office. I can't speak. Aww. Just want to point that out. Anyway, yeah, th those games that message you and play with reality are interesting to me. I don't care about mm -hmm. this whole AR nonsense where it's like, point your phone camera and there'll be something there. Yeah. Like, that's fucking clever. It's like, they did that shit on the 3DS ages ago <laughs> and it was gimmicky then, it's yeah. gimmicky now. It fucked Pokemon. We should make one. <laughs> Jesse, we should make one where the person who's playing it is an intern in our office. Oh my fuck, that would be... <laughs> It would literally just be every 20 minutes, Jesse's just like, get me coffee, bitch. And that's, <laughs> no. that's the whole game. 
That's definitely not a. <laughs> I would be a lot more dramatic than that. <laughs> we don't have the budget to incorporate your more dramatic freakouts. We gotta start small. We kickstart it. We, we could. We could. Yo, the, look. All that matters is the devs of Oxenfree made the Mr. Robot game, and those guys killed it with Oxenfree. So, like, hey, yo, devs, if you want to so make a shitty game, a really shitty game, call <laughs> yeah, me. call me. I actually know those guys. Call me. Let's make this happen. <laughs> no one will buy it. No one will care. But we'll we'll play it. We'll know that it exists, and we will play it. <laughs> and then I won't remember what's real and what's not. Oh my god! I own Mr. Robot. Like I don't even know what's real anymore. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my god. So back to real video games for a little while, I guess. I guess I can talk about Battle Right. Mm -hmm. Because that's been a big deal yeah. over the last week for quite a few I people. I have heard nothing but good things about Literally Battle Royale. Right. top of the Steam charts for like a week. Uh, which is very surprising because it's very similar to the previous game that this company made called Bloodline Champions. And nobody gave a fuck about that game. And yet they gave a fuck about this one. Which is interesting. Maybe it was just right place, right time. So Battle Right is what would happen if you took all of the elements of something like Dota or League of Legends, stripped away all of the PvE aspect of it, the lanes, the items, the currency, and you turned it into an arena gladiatorial game. Where you had a character with certain abilities, they all do a set amount of damage, no randomness, nothing like that. You pick a team of either two or three people, you each play one, and you play a best of five series where when you're dead, you're dead until the end of the round. Okay. Very simple. Kind of like what a multiplayer online battle arena would be if you took the term literally and didn't just make that shit up so that you didn't have to call yourself nonsense. Dota. Yeah, it's just utter nonsense. It's kind of like what WoW PvP would be if WoW PvP was good, for instance. And it seems to have very much resonated with people. I mean, the first game, which was Bloodline Champions, resonated a lot with me. I loved it. I thought it was a phenomenal competitive game. It was very balanced. It was very, very skill-orientated. There was no randomness, no nothing. But a few weird things happened. I believe, you know, the game kind of went in the wrong direction. I think I, I think the company lost the rights to it eventually the, through their publisher or whatever. So they basically went and made <clears throat> another game called Battle Right, which has some of the same characters in it, but they've renamed them, redesigned them a little bit. You know, if you've played the original, you can clearly recognize some of the characters in it. But... It's just a nice, simple, competitive game that involves a shitload of skill and some very satisfying results. It's got some fighting game-esque elements in it. You have EX attacks that take up meter and things like that. Everything's aimed. Nothing's, you know, there's no random crits or anything like that. You just, yeah. you do the damage it says it will do. And it's got some really cool clutch moments as well. You know, you if you're down one guy and you know it's two versus one you can totally win it if you're good enough if you know what you're doing character variety is great feels like there's a lot to learn for each character there's a lot of subtlety and nuance to each character a lot of variety in the ab abilities you've got and i think it's a really watchable game as well it's very clean <clears throat> it's people have said that it's surprisingly easy to watch I think if you go and watch something like um league of legends it's a mess go watch dota it's a mess you watch this, it feels like it was designed to be watched. It was. It's clean. Every ability 
does what it's supposed to do. Everything looks obvious when someone's using ability does counter. It says fucking counter above their head. You know, it's very right. obvious that something's going on. There's nothing hidden. Oh my god, that sounds like a dream. <laughs> As somebody who hates mobas because I find them too complex. <laughs> yeah. I think it takes the it takes the part of MOBAs that a lot of people really enjoy watching, which is those big team fights where everyone's using their abilities and pulling off the clutch plays, and it makes the whole game that. That's all it is. And that sounds like it wouldn't have a lot of legs. It sounds like people wouldn't stick with it. There is a very real risk of that. Progression is purely cosmetic, which right. I'm totally fine with, and I think that's the, the only way you can go with that. If you start fucking with people, if you start making it uh, so that someone has an advantage over somebody else other than just pure skill, then that's going to be a problem. But for me, I love jumping into that game and just playing a few rounds. Rounds are quick. Matchmaking's quick. If you, you know, if you get a bad teammate, whatever, you'll probably be done in about three or four minutes. Not a big deal. Just queue up again. Give it another <clears> shot. And it does a great job of identifying what you did wrong as well. Tells you exactly what you got hit by, when you got hit by it. Everything's so obvious and visual. There's nothing confusing about it. Everything is your fault. Everything. Great. Absolutely everything. You fuck up, that's that's on you. And it's oh. very easy to see why you fucked up. Instead of a game like League of Legends or Dota, where it's like, I don't know why I lost that fight. It's very obvious why you lost the fight in this game. Right. And it's people seem to be liking it a lot. It's been streamed quite a lot. Everybody I've played it with has really enjoyed it. They've said, hey, you know, this is pretty tough, but you know, when, when I do it right, when I nail those abilities, when I hit that guy full on, it feels really satisfying to do it. Every imp every attack has some real impact to it. Everything feels like it's doing real damage. It's got that kind of fighting gamey little element to it. But you're not you don't have to learn any fucking moves or anything. You know, all the moves are just on basic keys. So it's like my special move, right? I want to use my ultimate, just press R. Cool. But it feels right. like a fighting game in the way I had to build up the meter to get that and all that kind of thing. So it is really, really good, in my opinion. And I hope it does really well. It's constantly growing right now. It's awesome. Which is surprising. I did not expect it to do as well as it did. I'm surprised because I didn't I didn't know it existed until it was released. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of hype behind it. It's in our access. It's up on people. Yeah, uh, so I believe the game's going to be releasing as free-to-play, but their early access model is if you buy into the early access, then you get all of their future, like, heroes or whatever. Mm. So that's kind of the way they're doing it. They're like, well, you're buying at this stage, but when it comes out, it will be free-to-play. I don't think that's a huge problem, because it's two- to three-man teams. If you don't have access to all of the heroes, that's not really a big deal. Like, you're picking comps blind anyway, so it's not like you can counterpick people. And you have a little bit of flexibility when you go into the game as well, which I think is a nice little addition. Every round, you get what's called a battle right, which is a little buff that you pick from, like, a selection of three. And you can kind of adapt your character a little bit on the fly to what's going on. Let's say you're just against a really heavy damage team, like, well, fuck, I need some more healing, or I need some more, some more absorption, some more barrier... So I'm going to pick an ability which helps me out there. Or maybe we're just put, not putting out enough damage. Or we don't have enough interrupt. So I'm going to adapt my character that way. So that's a nice little addition. It's like, well, okay. I don't think there's like... You don't have the wrong hero composition at any point. I've never come across a situation where I felt like we were fucked from the beginning because we picked the wrong dudes. We just right. didn't play them well. So that's good. 
I don't know how true that will be at the high level. I imagine there will be bans and drafting and stuff like that at some point. But there always is. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. It's almost impossible to have everything be perfectly balanced, right? Probably. Yeah, it's. I'm really enjoying it so far. I think it's a lot of fun. That's me thing right now. It's my kind of only competitive thing right now. I don't really feel like playing anything else. I'm kind of done with Overwatch for a while. Yeah. Okay, I'm all played out on that game. Good. I haven't played it very much the last, like, month or so. No. I think this goes back to something I've talked about. I'm sorry, Dodger, I'm sorry for interrupting you again. I... <laughs> it's okay, Jesse. Thank you for your apology. I don't want people to get mad at me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so... Uh... <laughs> So, uh, no, I think this is, goes back to something I've said forever, forever about Blizzard. Their biggest problem is they release games and then immediately release an update to another game. And what happens is you play a game and then immediately like, oh, well, new Warcraft's out. And I have not touched Overwatch since Warcraft came out. And I will imagine I'll play Warcraft until they update something else. And then I'm like, oh, well, now I've got to go. Like, it's an inherent problem they have as a company that all their IPs feed off the other IPs. Like, cause the fan base of Blizzard is like Blizzard people play Blizzard games and they just leech from each of their games from their own player base. Yeah, they cannibalize from their own player base. I, yeah. I kind of agree with that. I mean, right now, I mean, I'm, I'm still playing a little bit of Heroes of the Storm, but they just announced Zarya. I'm like, oh, cool. I think I would really enjoy playing Zarya in Heroes of the Storm. So I'll probably play that. It's like, but um, instead of playing Overwatch, I'm now playing an Overwatch hero in another game. Yeah. yeah. Or like, uh, wasn't it Overwatch and WoW released stuff like the exact same day? The Eisenwald, was the Eisenwald update or season two of the competitive at the same time as well? I think it was, well? ah. I think it was an update. Close together. Yeah. I think it was an Overwatch update that happened right when Legion was released. And it was like, why? Do you guys not talk to each other? <laughs> Probably not, say no. Say no. Yeah, they're, they're such a big company now. I'd be willing to bet the vast majority of decisions are made without like all of them getting together to have a combo. A stub. No. I mean, I have to wonder if the strategy probably works relatively well because I think that those games are reaching outside of their core player base and grabbing new people. And even if there is a bunch of cannibalization, they're still getting new people in and making that whole user base that cannibalizes each other bigger in general. Hmm. So it still works for them. I think they probably don't really care as long as you're playing a Blizzard game. And I'm trying to think of any point in the last two years where I haven't been playing a Blizzard game of some sort. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm I like, cycle oh, through them all. Yeah. yeah. Actually, if I stop playing this, I probably start playing this. And it's still, you know, I stop playing Hearthstone Overwatch. I'm like, I should play Heroes of the Storm again. I'm like, fuck. I can't seem to get away from this. Yeah. Don't know how that happened, but hey. My, my big question, and, uh, and I don't know if this is about age maybe just everyone's getting older there or if it's about the company itself or it's about activision i don't know but it's interesting that it seems to me that blizzard is doing very 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 well i'm curious why it seems like everyone of major note is jumping ship mm -hmm. and, I, and i don't know if that I, I don't know the backstory there i have no idea what it is but uh, from the outside looking in a lot of the big names that we've known have left over the last year and I, mean, I don't know why I that just is. Think it's, really I just think that happens naturally over time. Like, these are guys that have been with a company for a very, very long time, you know, and they, 
they want to maybe try something different. They want to try something new, something outside of the Blizzard structure. It's. It, well, I don't think it's indicative of a bad, bad atmosphere or a bad environment. No, absolutely. Which is why, I, like I said, I don't know. I'm very curious because then you see, like, I'm curious about the atmosphere, like, like, like the structure there, or maybe because it's grown so big. Because didn't some devs just maybe Rob Parra was part of it? Didn't they just make a new studio that's like a really small studio? Yeah, and, the, there was a new, there was a new one uh, last few weeks. I can't remember exactly who joined it. Pretty big I'm, name. I'm very so. curious, like what the. Because I would imagine if I was a guy who started at a company that was very, very small, where if you watch the old videos and it's like eight dudes and a shitty office, like we're making Warcraft, right? <laughs> I can imagine that, that you- Yes, there were all elves. Person, Every last one of them. That, that, you, that you as that person are thinking like, this is awesome. This is really cool. But man, I miss those days when we like were all, like we were this little tiny team and we started from the bottom. We're scrappy as hell. I can imagine that, but like, I don't know. It's just very interesting to me that it seems at its current success, like its height, people are like, well, now's the time to go. I well, Maybe that's not who I am. I'd be like, let's, you know, let's do this shit, guys. I'm, I'd love to know that story. This is one of those things that I'd love to know what is like the background, fly in the wall story of what's happening in there. They're just they're monolithically large, you know? I mean, this is a company that has its own fucking campus that's larger than most hospitals. They have 4,700 employees. It's it's a massive, massive company, and I imagine that, you know, you've got to work in a very specific way within a company of that size, and that's okay for a time, and then some people are just saying, you know what, I've, I've achieved all I can achieve here, I want to go strike out on my own with the experience that I've got, and I mean, this new studio, Bonfire, is hardly small, they've got 25 million funding, Rob Pardo is heading it up, if I recall correctly, and they're looking towards being a sort of medium-sized studio. They're not going to be some tiny little indie team. But they're, but they're, but they're doing it their way. I think is the point. Like yeah. it isn't. They don't have. I always, I've always said this, and it's just a belief I had, and it may totally not be true. But I, I, the way I have seen Blizzard over the last few years is that there's always been this like cloud of Activision above them. Like their choices. Yeah. They're I don't doing, know how true that is. I just the last couple, like the last five years, I just. I don't know. It feels like a different company to me than what it was. And it's just my belief that there's this like cloud of Activision and just the choices they made seem different than what they used to have been. But um, I, I mean, I, under that scenario, would be like, yeah, hell yeah, let's start something crazy and new. Shit, that's what I do in my real life. It's like, I don't want to deal with this shit and just leave. So I don't know. Yeah. Cool. I mean, None of us obviously have any idea of how the internal huh? structure of this company works but hey not at all not at all. none of us have a clue so i'm sorry i apologize dodge yet sorry yeah. i interrupted you i apologize <laughs> it's fine it wasn't it's not fine I'm, so sorry. Doctor, I'm sorry for interrupting you look it's fine no it's not fine you know no, what it's, it's fine no it's not <laughs> i don't want to have to explain to you what's fine and what's not fine okay <laughs> this okay. is not fine you're right <laughs> We're all dicks. Uh, we're changing minds here today. <laughs> we're, blo we're blowing minds. What's real? What's not? Yeah. Nobody knows. <laughs> it's all about kayfabe. I'm so confused. Let's play a little bit of uh, Fractured Space. What's that? Uh, Wait, well, you talked about that last week, didn't no, you? No, I didn't. No? Don't think so. Uh, okay. It's a game that's kind of like Dreadnought, but not Dreadnought. 
There's a, there's a way to relate to it. It's Dreadnought with actual objectives other than just blow up the other Dreadnoughts. Hmm. It's got like thir- 31 different ships. It's got a kind of two-lane <laughs> system. You, you warp between areas. You try and capture the station in the middle, and that lets you move on there to the, the aimed object. Yeah. It, How does that work? Well, basically, they just have two different areas that you teleport to. So there's either the, there's the left base and the right base. When you take one of those bases, you get access to the opponent's main space station thing, and then you've got to go to the space station and blow up like four things on the space station to win. So instead of it just being one open map, it's several open maps. There's also an area in the middle that opens up like halfway through the game, which is like, you get this station, you all get a buff, and then you all go fight over it and stuff like that. Um, uh, I mean, it plays like Dreadnought, pretty much. You know, you, you've got a different ship with different abilities. You know, you got your basic attack. You've got a few cooldown-based abilities. You can equip your ship with a crew, which is basically just a bunch of stats. Uh, the only good thing being that you can have a captain that is a cat and is fully voice-acted. So that's meow. always great. Yeah, I'm not sure where they got that from. Yeah, meow, <laughs> it's actually surprisingly coherent, far more so than that. You know, no, he, okay, okay. he gives actual orders. That whole system seems like a missed opportunity because really they're only they're just a couple of voice lines each and some basic stats like five percent increase of fire rate and blah blah blah. Like they're really boring stats, you know. The stats that I hate. Things that you shouldn't be able to customize because they're all really, really dull. Those those sort of things. Uh, the I mean, the game seems fine enough, you know, looks pretty, there's a good variety of ships. Uh, I always have an issue with games like that where I feel like the engagement's decided before I get into it, like, dependent on who is in what area any given time, especially since there are multiple areas you can be in, those two different lanes. It's like, you warp in and then you immediately realize, I'm fucked, and there's nothing I can do about that, because no amount of amazing ship captainry is going to get me out of the situation, that sort of thing. It's like, if you're in a 2v1, you're dead. Like, 100% of the time, you're dead. There's no, no trickery, no amazing move is going to get you out of it, because all the ships are really, really slow. Aiming's very, very easy. A lot of it's lock-on anyway. So it's like, well, I warped in, and that guy is a different class to me, and that class kills my class, so I guess I'm just resigning myself to my fate then. It, it feels like that. And that's... I think that the issue that I've got with that is not that it exists, because there's a lot of games like that, like Dota's like that, League of Legends like that, you know, the way you can lose a fight before you even start it. It's just, it feels like if I'm in a giant fuck-off capital ship, I should be able to do something about that. I should be right. able to change my fate. I should be able to outpilot that guy or outsmart that guy. This is sounding very anime suddenly. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> and you can't. You you can't. It's simple as that. You, you're dead. You're dead. It's at that point, what was even the point of having the fight in the first place? And you might say, well, you were just dumb for getting in there in the first place. Like, yeah, you're probably right, but I don't like feeling as if everything was predetermined, as if I never had a chance in the first place, unless someone was just horribly incompetent. But I guess when you have giant capital ships that are really like, you know, the size of a skyscraper and move really really slowly and you can't really miss them then that's going to happen isn't it it's all going to come down to numbers so i guess if i played with a proper team i'd probably find it a little bit more enjoyable as a solo experience i've not really dug it yeah there are so many games that are like team v team arena or objective based games that are coming out right now 
And it's rare that they come out and you're like, oh, yes, the me on my own experience is great. Is good, yeah. <laughs> ah, I love, I love not being able to communicate with my team. It's great. <laughs> love it. Yeah, that's... That, that that's definitely something like that and this but even in like games like world of tanks and war thunder you know i still feel like you have a chance to i'm with you on that yeah to, to like take that guy out maybe you get a lucky shot or maybe he misses or you're able to like flank that guy and catch him off guard or whatever mm. i just don't think that ev that can ever really happen in a game like fractured space so I don't know. I, I think I'm just I'm playing it wrong. I've, I'm approaching it incorrectly because I'd never I'd never feel that way about something like Dota. I'd always like, all right, cool, my support can't fight their assassin dude. Great. I mean, that's the way it's supposed to be. But in this game, I feel like I'm in a capital ship. I should be able to do anything. I can't. I can't do anything. Right. I can't do everything. I've got to work with my team, which of course in a solo situation is like, where are you it's going? Not going to work out. Go, yeah. No, come over here. Come come back here. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> Meow, 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 meow. Uh, <laughs> meow. Yeah. Meow, meow, meow. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of space cats. Okay, uh, yes. Yes. Uh, oh, of the course. segues in this episode are amazing. <laughs> this, this is, uh, so, I, this is, I don't even know how to describe this. I don't know. It's not a new game. It's Master Orion. We've talked about it before. Uh, I, I actually like it a lot. But the thing that I learned last night, because last night I was, uh, playing for the first time as the Mishan, which are like the cat people. The cat people, yeah. I learned, and I think this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. This is a Dodger thing. All you can, In the game, you get spies, right? You have a spy agency. All the spies are like, you know, just drawings of what the spy would look like. They're not actually like animated or whatever. But all of the cat spies are literally just like tabby cats with Google Glass or like, <laughs> like, like a Siamese cat, but he's got yes. like dreads. And it's so funny. And out of place in this game, I was like, this is this is basically Dodger's life of just like <laughs> my cat spies. Let's go. It's my, so where are my cat spies. I was trying to look up images of them on Google so I could show you guys because they're hilarious. I can't find a one. They're um it's so out of place and so funny that I was just like this I need to bring this up when you guys start talking about space cats. I was like, I got What was it. the name of this game again? Master of Orion? Master of Orion, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is, yeah, it's an amazingly silly fun game. Uh, I'm, I'm shocked that I'm enjoying it as much as I, I am, because I, some of the Master of Orion games have sucked. I've been terrible. <laughs> Number three, um, specifically. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited that uh, it's, it's actually good, and I like playing it. I also play a little bit of Warhammer Eternal Crusade. How was that? Um, <laughs> hmm. I don't like it very much. I'm going to be yeah, honest. Yeah, that's going by your tone. I think we all expected <laughs> you to say that. It is, it's a game that was initially pitched as being way more than it is now. And it, it was pretty obvious it was never going to attain that. Because they were saying it's going to be an MMO and it's got all the shit. And it's like, wow, yeah, that seems like you can't do that. But and it eventually became third-person shooter. Objective-based third-person shooter with a couple of vehicles in it. And I... Um, it is thoroughly met in every respect, as far as I can tell. That's too bad. It's got a weird monetization system. It's got a UI that doesn't make any fucking sense. It 
has a very low time to kill, everything is badly animated, it's got a crappy cover system, it... I don't... How do you fuck up, like, a Warhammer first-person or third-person shooter? It just... I don't understand. By that, do you mean it should have at least been able to ride on the coattails of Warhammer having a good universe to work with? You'd think so. Because <laughs> I was going to say, there are plenty of first-person shooters with without any of that that still wind up getting borked, so... I... I, I find it even hard to summon criticism for it because it's just so fucking boring. It's already dead. Uh, it, <laughs> Stop. You've already killed it. <laughs> I just don't... I just don't care. I just, I don't Stop care it, about it. it. And it's fucking 40k. I should care. But I don't. Because there's just nothing that stands out about that game. And it's weird because I don't think you'd... You shouldn't even have to make anything stand out about it because it's 40k. So you might, well, you, you, in theory, you could just make anything and it should work, but it doesn't. Do you feel like I'm? I'm only asking you this because I know that you love Warhammer stuff. Um, do you feel like the people who made it didn't have a lot of reverence for the lore, or was I it think just they did? But the lore is irrelevant. Uh, they've also got a bunch of weird ass weapons that I'm fairly sure don't exist in the 40k lore. Uh, that are just irreverent. They're very. And it's got to do with the microtransaction system or something like that. And it's like, you get this version of a plasma gun that has this name and everything. It's like an artifact weapon or whatever. I'm just like, a regular troop would never have that. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, I don't even know why this exists. I'm pretty sure you just made this up so you could sell it to people. The loadout system is a pain in the ass to use. The melee system seems incredibly simplistic. It seems like there's a bunch of hard counters in that game. I'm just... It's so lazy and dull. I can't even summon up criticism for it. It's, I'm so... I'm so unenthusiastic about it. This has rocked your fucking world. Like, you know what? With mediocrity. It's, it's, yeah. It is. I'm drowning in the mediocrity of it. Aww. Absolutely. Aww. Aww. It's precious. Mm, it's just a really boring third-person shoot with Warhammer characters in it. Like, it's a worse version of the multiplayer from Warhammer Space Marine, which wasn't very good in the first place. Like, that was the weakest part of that game, but I'm fairly sure this is worse, just on a slightly larger scale. Mm. <laughs> I, just, I just enjoyed the absolute just... just... Seven out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Seven out of ten. It's not a rant because he's just not yeah. angry enough to rant. Care. He's just disappointed. He's like a he's like a sad mom. The beige really of care. video games. It's just, <laughs> the it's just beige there. of video games. It's just doing that. Warhammer should never be the beige of anything. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! Wait, when we when we make our um, app game. Uh, can the only quote on there be that it's the beige of video games? Yes, you can have that. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, that's a good quote. I like that. They, <laughs> I think they just threw out every interesting idea they had and just went with the most generic thing they could. 
they had some interesting notions with that game. Like they they were going to offer it paid, but if you played free, you got to play as an orc, and the orcs were like massively outnumbering everybody else, and there would be like a sort of asymmetric element to it in that respect, where it's like you got twenty space marines and there's two hundred orcs. Go, that's not there. All the MMO <laughs> elements, that's not there. There's supposed to be some PVE thing that doesn't seem to be there right now either. It. Was this No Man's Warhammer? Is that, uh, that kind of like? yeah? I just it just had no hype behind it. Like, uh, and to be fair, like people knew it was going to be that because it's been in early access for like a year, so people knew exactly what state the game was in when it came out. Of course, it like when it started in early access. <laughs> you don't have the words to critique something. I really don't like. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to come up with the words as to why I just don't like it, and it's. It everything's just so fucking sloppy. But it's sloppy in such a uninspired way. The beige. I like it when <laughs> games are, are bad in a noteworthy way. It's very off white. So you can talk game. about that. G- games that are bad in an unnoteworthy, unexceptional way. Those are difficult to talk about because yeah. you can't summon up the passion to hate it. I quite enjoy that it says more words related to beige. Brown! Really? It's like the first word to come up. Yeah. Related to. <laughs> more words it? related to beige. Brown, insipid! <laughs> okay, well, that's that's a bit of a jump there. I've never said anything's insipid because it's beige. Well, yeah. I mean, it word. would work today, right? It would yeah. work in this context. I hope so. Yeah. It's just shot is fucking not interesting. That's too bad. Well, thanks yeah. for bringing it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, yeah. Snore. Oh. Snore. Just play Space Marine instead. <laughs> We're Master of Orion. I want to play that now that I know that there's cats in it. Yeah, of course there is, because Orion's belt was around his neck and had the galaxy in it, and it's Master of that thing. That's the only reason you play anything, because you're a one-dimensional character on this podcast. Ha ha, you are defined right? by cats. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 anime. Ha 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 ha. Is my reality cor- collapsing? Is that what's happening with this one right now? <laughs> I feel really We've weird. Just this is up. the most meta episode yet. Welcome. I so like watching the debate and then this, and I'm like, what's happening right now, really? We've all given up on everything. <laughs> given up on America is what we've done. Oh, I liked America. No. Greatest country on earth. I'm not good anymore. <laughs> It can't be the greatest. It's got to make it great again. It's got to be terrible right now. We'll be right back after the break. It's so great that it needs to be doubly great. It needs to be dubs great. great. Maybe we won't come back after the break. Uh (laughs) Oh. What if if we just didn't? Jesus Christ. He's got full nihilism. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Option Podcast. Oh, that was nice. Are you back? No. no. Uh, I, I just I remembered something that I played yesterday that's actually good. Ooh. And that made me happy. And then sad again because I realized that no game like that will ever come to pass. Okay, go on. But it is still awesome. And what a great idea for a game. It was called Impossible Creatures. I believe I remember that. Mm. Okay. I feel like we talked about that on the release list last week. I find that unlikely, considering it's 10 years old. Yeah, it's an ancient thing. Oh, ancient. 10 years old. 13 years old, damn. Yep. So that seems unlikely, but oh, it's no. a game. It's Somebody a real... talked about it on the show def- before. We... No, we haven't. Yeah! No. I'm positive. 
I can't anyway, back you up on this. I don't believe anyway, it. Continue. 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 I'm sorry. It's a wonderful real-time strategy by the guys that made Dawn of War and Company of Heroes. And the whole point of it was that you take two animals, mash them together, and that's your unit. <laughs> and that results in some very interesting little uh, scenarios. You have to build your units out of various different animals and depending on how powerful the animal is it depends on kind of yeah people are claiming that i definitely did i don't care I'll talk <laughs> about it again because it's good and everything else is shit so i'd rather just talk about that uh -huh. but i played a bit of it again last night and was reminded just how fucking cool an idea it was good i made a flying whale that spits acid because you can it's it's great. I just I just wish that there were games like that. I want every game to be like that, where you can combine animals into horrible things, horrible abominations. You want a fly, the fly video game tie-in? That's what you would Indeed. like. Just flying beavers, flying. You can do that. Flying beavers as a unit, you can have. Flying beavers. None of that procedural generation game. shit. No, you generate it. You 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 choose the creatures. My day, we procedurally generate our own creatures. Indeed. We had to our make them by hand. <laughs> imagine what you could do with modern tech with that. Yeah. But they'd be many, many ridiculously offensive animals. Absolutely. <laughs> just giant flying dick creatures. Yeah. Everything's just got a giraffe head and you don't want to see what's inside. Yeah. No. Hippopotami weens. Uh, yeah. That's a game you should all play because it's great. Dinosaurs with it's penis. on Steam. It is. It's on Steam. It is nice, like workshop support and everything. It's got work. Wow. Yeah, it's got modern. They they updated it. It's got modern support and everything. Ah. Best real time strategy. Oh, Only time you'll ever go and see say fucking beavers are bullshit. Op. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Every every single level's just got like a massive dam that they can chew through and it just floods everything. <laughs> every time beavers. you're like, oh, the beavers are going for the dam. Beavers, ah. the one that kill. <laughs> you know, it's like loads of aquatic creatures with legs, so you can like do both. And when it becomes like all watery, then you can swim. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to play that game now. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I, it's great. I sold myself on it. I, I remember the game that I played that was, was good, sort of. Really? Go on. I can't remember if that. It's Red Out. It's on Steam. Again, it's great. It's good. Yeah, except it's so it's like a, a wipeout sort of thing. It's very much like very wipeout. much so. Yeah. Uh -huh. It has VR support. It does. Yes, definitely uh -huh. not the main selling point of the game, but it does have it. Yes, it has. So I tried basically wipeout in VR. So that's like 200 mile per hour loop the loops and air brake turns. Probably not a great idea. You know what? It wasn't. <laughs> Normally, I can take quite a lot of VR. I'm like, I, I play it a lot, so I'm really used to it. But that, I was like, oh, this looks really cool. <laughs> just everything. Like the first loop, the loop. I was like, what's going on? It just, it's not. That game's visually almost too much without VR. I can't imagine. Oh, it yeah. It's just, it's just like, it's if you ever want to feel an instant migraine, then that's the game <laughs> to go for. <laughs> I like take it off and like vomit just pours out of the vibe. I'm like, I vomited out my eyes. How does that work? It's beautiful. A wonderful experience. I recommend it to you. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I would, know. Like, oh, I would not play that in VR, but I would play it outside of VR because it's the. I'd say I'd say play one lap in VR because like I flinch. Just so you I know, too hard. It's the thing. Yeah, it's true. It just has. It, it's probably the best anti-gravity race on PC. Not that there's that much choice. 
You know, it's, that, it's a really good game. It is really great. But I kept putting it in VR because I'm like, oh, it's got VR. I should totally try that again. I bet I just was feeling ill though. I was like, <laughs> Wouldn't recommend it. I would. But just once. Just once. Only once. Just so you know you've done it. (laughs) Right out, only once. (laughs) Uh, What's going on in the news this week? There was a trailer for Battlefield 1 single player. Oh, Oh, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. I love the Battlefield single players because they're always universally terrible. Absolutely. They're They're usually absolute dog shit. And I, I mean, this does not convince me that this will be otherwise. I mean... It's not that it couldn't be good. You know, it seems like a very swashbuckly kind of affair, certainly. Interesting. Um, but not the right time period for swashbuckling. But not really. No, not, <laughs> oh, not they don't really. Care about accuracy. <laughs> it's all on pirate ships. It's really weird. It could be very, very interesting. I imagine it's not going to be. I imagine there's going to be far too much talking. There's going to be far too much, hey, this is an open battlefield, but really it can only go in one direction. Mm-hmm. At least they have the potential for a bunch of different areas, you know? It seems like it would be something of a globetrotter. There's a lot of different battlefields they could have. There's a lot of colour in it, especially if you like sand. Oh my god, in this trailer, a dude gets his head taken off by a plane flying too low and it clips him with the wheel. Absolutely. (laughs) That's amazing. This is concerning. I am in. I am all in again. Fool me thrice, then I'll just keep going. It's like, all of this looks incredible, but it, how it's going to be to play will probably be a bunch of on-rail segments and following people. Yeah, because that's what they've always been. And because on launch day, it'll be super buggy. They're always... If you like bugs, a Battlefield game on launch day single player. Oh, Jesus, yeah. A wonderful experience. You just walk towards a thing, and it's like, I don't want to have shadows anymore. And then, like, these textures will just vanish. And I've had, like, the whole sort of, like, everything just uninstalls around you. You're yeah. Like, my hard drive have a stroke? Oh, no, it's just... What just happened? Yeah. This is what's going on. Like, animations miss is one of my favorite things. Oh, I, had that. I, was, I was usually replaying Saints Row 2 and all the animations were just off. Like, sometimes someone's holding a gun but moving, like, on a train, the gun would just be, like, just, like, jerk, <laughs> just vanish off. There was slowly. a wonderful part in either 3 or 4, I think, where you're waiting for your squad to open the door because everyone knows in modern military shooters you can't open your own doors. And they're like, mm-hmm. go, go, go. They don't open the door. They just run through it. And the door's still the door. there. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this... Um, isn't it Battlefield that somebody just made a remake of the gameplay trailer, but with bugs in it? Yes, yes. it was excellent. Yeah, the amount, the sheer amount of bugs that were in the multiplayer beta Body. was brilliant. And to be fair, that's half of the fun when it comes to Battlefield games. What stupid ass bug can happen? The problem is, I've just, I've never. Well, I mean, there is no good Battlefield game with a single player campaign, with the exception. Uh, the original Bad Company, which was console only. Bad Company 2's wasn't too bad either. But both of those games were like, we're going to give you a reasonable degree of freedom. Which is what kind of encapsulates... I think it's because the single-player campaign of a Battlefield game encapsulates the polar opposite of what Battlefield is. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of the freedom to do stupid shit. But in these campaigns, it's like everything is super serious and you have to make sure that you stay on exactly the right track because otherwise, well... We can't continue the story unless you jump through all these hoops. It's like, well, in the, in the multiplayer campaign, if someone's hiding inside a building, I'd run the building over with a tank and put a <laughs> fucking hole in it. It's like, no, can't do that. Ah, wait for the RPG. I'll hand you the RPG. You take the shot. It's like, fucking hell. It, 
It's like you, you talk about a game with supposed full destruction of buildings, and the only way I can take down this building is through a scripted event. It's like, yeah, no. It's the polar opposite of what Battlefield has always been for me. I don't even know why they bother including them. For the single-player people who play in one little demographic and one region that they have to sell X amount of copies to. They invest such a huge amount of money into something that can usually be done in three to four hours and is almost universally awful. I thought you meant make it in three to four hours. About three to four hours to make a standard Battlefield campaign. They really don't put any effort into all anymore. It's three to four hours and then like five years on the cutscenes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> With somebody very famous on That's where all the money went. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know. That trailer looks great. The gameplay will probably not be. Yeah. And unfortunately, I'm finding myself becoming less enthusiastic for Battlefield 1. Especially uh -huh. having, after playing the... Uh, the beta, far less enthusiastic about it. I, I'm, I've almost look. This is gonna sound crazy, and probably is crazy. I've almost reversed my thoughts between Battlefield One and Call of Duty. Yeah, me too. The more the more trailers and things I see of Call of Duty, the more I'm like, actually, that looks kind of fucking awesome. The single and player in the latest Call of Duty looks like it is gonna be the best one like in a long horror time. Horror elements, like, it, it, mm. yeah, all of it seems really cool. <laughs> and I've actual kind of innovations where I was, yeah. I don't know. It's a weird, you know, I'm always, when I'm wrong, I'll admit I'm wrong. And I feel like I goofed on being like, Call of Duty, shit, the new one's going to suck. And I, I look at it now, I'm like, I might have been wrong about that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens when they both come out. Because it's been development for three years. Is this like the first three-year one? Yeah, I think it is. Three-year yeah. cycle now. Because Battlefield, when, was, when did Hardline come out? Like last year? Yeah. Yeah, about, yeah Hardline was Hardline, like who remembers year. that one? Not many. That was the last one. So that's. Do they have one? Talk about a graphic? squandered opportunity to have an interesting game. Jesus. That single player was god awful. It was beautiful. Mm. And so I do have fun to play through the going, ah, oh, look at all the money you wasted. I think COD Infinite Warfare just looks like a really good sci fi game. It's Absolutely. got space battles in it, it's got space yeah. walking in it, it's got what looks to be a fair variety of levels and interesting ideas and mechanics. Cool. All right. Sure. Why not? That's fine. I feel like it's just trucking along under the radar. Probably more. I have no opinions about any shooters. Nah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Not even Titanfall Two. <laughs> They're all aren't they all coming out within a week of each other? Fucking Titanfall Two, Battlefield One, uh -huh. and God uh, damn it! I was excited for Titanfall Two, and then the guy kept talking about it and showing off the footage. I'm like, no, you're wrong. He's like, it was too chaotic, so he slowed it down. I'm like, that's the only reason I liked it. Was I, it the main um, problem seems to be with yeah. that game. The stuff that people claim to like about it also made it unsuccessful past the first week. Yep. Yeah. Right. That's the problem. They, people don't like interesting game modes. I'm sorry. This is the truth. And mm. any game that does this, I will love it because I'm sick of boring-ass game modes and everyone will leave it after a week. It's And the game will die. Fucking Battleborn in a nutshell, Super Monday Night Combat in a nutshell... Any game that tries to do anything interesting with the standard objective capture formula, people will fucking hate it. I don't... Yeah, I... God, I wish that the, that Titanfall 2 was a good game. Like, I, I want it to be good so badly. Me too. I have zero expectation that it will now. I am... I, I, I am fully on, like, it's just gonna be what Titanfall 1 was. And it's heartbreaking to me. Because that's such a cool concept and deserves to be treated well. And it's just not it's squandered and it's painful it's painful to watch happen yeah 
But hey, the trailers for literally all of these games are fun. So, <laughs> just enjoy the editor. trailers. Yeah, just enjoy shout trailers more than the games. Good yeah. trailer cutting. Editors, yeah, killing it. Good job, editors. Good trailers. That's what we want. Should be paid way more. Good job. Well, yeah. you know, the vocal gaming commentary scene or whatever it is doesn't seem to have a fucking clue what it wants. It complains about Call of Duty being the same every year and yet blasted Infinite Warfare when it was clearly not the same as the previous ones and then fucking jizzed all over Battlefield 1, which isn't in any way different from the previous Battlefield games. There are way too many fucking automatic weapons. There's way too much run and gun. It's the yeah. same shit. That's the thing. That's what's in right now is taking a game and just putting it in an interesting place, but not changing any of it. Like Far Cry Primal, it's Far Cry, but it's it's a it's Stone Age. But then why the Eagles and why am I crafting? That's you're absolutely right. I think the big thing that Far Cry Primal is a perfect example. But the big thing with uh, Battlefield One is everyone when they saw the trailer, the initial reaction was, "Holy shit, this is gonna be totally different." Yes. And after playing it, what they got was World War One setting. Everything else is very, very similar. Except it's for like basically a- Battlefield Two or Battle. Well, Battlefield. No, but not, it's kind of like Battlefield 1943. You know, the the kind of updated version they did of 1942. It's basically that. You know, the guns might as well be the same weapons. You're running around with light machine guns in a single. You know, firing for the fucking hip for God's sake. <laughs> when I when I first logged in, I was shocked to see that pretty much every one of the different uh, specs you can be was just like, oh, except for this one guy, everyone's got automated weapons. And I was like, and they all the, feel like- the same. That, that's the main <laughs> yeah. problem. Like, you yes. should have shitty weapons in that game. Like, Where's shitty, dodgy, action, experimental like this- bullshit weapons. And you don't, you don't, because people get upset when their fucking bullet hose doesn't put 30 rounds on target 500 meters that way while firing from the hip. It's like it's inaccurate. It's supposed to be. You want to fire one shot and then like you want six to weeks later you finish reloading. You're like, you want a fucking accurate weapon? Use a bolt action. You know, use something like that. Insane. But like, like, no. was, where's the bolt action in this game? It was the sniper class. The marksman is like one of the only ones that has one. Which is nuts. Which is nuts. nuts. They they're too scared to change their standard. You know, the gameplay is very very similar to the previous Battlefield games. Very similar. You know, you want to complain about fucking innovation in an FPS franchise, you want to be looking squarely at Battlefield, because it hasn't innovated in years. And that's a fucking fact. And just changing the setting does not do the job in this case. Yep. I'm telling you, I, it's, I, that's why I like... They don't have the balls. The completely. God just seems like it's going to be better. I don't know. It... Maybe that's what happens when you rotate it through three different studios with three different ideologies. No. They try a different ship. Yeah. You have three years to work on it. So it's just the one year that the Battlefront's dealing with, or a year and a half, wherever it's got. Yeah, this is this is one of those things where I would say, God, I wish Virgin had the budget to make it the game it should be. Because that game's fun, and it's a pretty great World War One experience, but not, like, it's very indie, which is unfortunate. Like, There's, there's a also of- a middle ground. Like, you don't have to go full fucking Rising Storm or full Red Orchestra or anything to make a game that has a feeling of authenticity to it for the time period. And yet, you know, they've gone so far in the other direction that there's no point in it even being set in World War One in the first place. The amount of fucking tanks and vehicles 
is ridiculous. And explain to me what's different about those tanks versus the ones in Battlefield 1942. Explain to me what's different between this weapon and weapons from 1942 or Vietnam or anything along those lines. There isn't any. Nothing. It's just, they tried to find a bunch of guns that... I mean, fucking half the guns weren't even available at that time, for God's sake. And you know what? I'm not really <laughs> against that. But the reason they put them in was to fill the niches that are expected of a multiplayer FPS. Yep. Not for any... Not because they were interesting guns. They literally scrounged up every gun they could find because they needed an arsenal of similar size to Battlefield 4 and to fill the same niches as Battlefield 4 because they're not willing to change their style of gunplay. I would, I would have loved to have seen, if they're going to have multiple guns, have it be crazy shit that didn't work. Have it be those wacky be lovely. things. That would have been awesome. weapons. Yeah. yeah. And there are so many in World War One. So many. The tanks... You're right. The reason why when I first started playing the BF1 uh, beta, I was just destroying as a tank because in Battlefield 4, that's literally all I did was drive around in vehicles and kill people, and it felt the exact same way. So I immediately yeah, jumped it in. Does. I get why they would do that. Shockingly like, oh, maneuverable for World War One tanks that moved at about 10 miles an hour and got it stuck in be. fields. You tried to drive a tank in World War One, it was going to get stuck, probably, at Mud, some point. You're done. You're done. <laughs> it would break down. It would, you know, it would be utter shit. Yeah, sure, it'd be really hard to blow up because no one had encountered them before. It's like, we don't have anti-tank weapons because we didn't have tanks prior to this. So they had to improvise a way to kill them. But thankfully, tanks were their own worst enemy. They broke all the time. Yeah. But we're not, we can't have that. We can't have that because people will get upset that their stuff isn't doing what it's supposed to do. Oh my oh. god, they're... Go for it. Well, worse than that is is planes, because planes weren't even really used in World War One. They were never really. They used them for reconnaissance and stuff. They just Primarily, sort of yes. Like, they certainly didn't. You, you know, bombers were not common. Fighters was, generally fought the fighters. World War II. There was no real bombing until World War Two. Bombing was like just not really a thing that was done. Yeah. Bombing in World War One was like dude dropping a thing out of a plane. Yeah, they used to <laughs> love rocks. Each other. They literally would love rocks and bricks. They would yeah. first. First thing I did, they'd swear at each other as they went past. They were like, Ugh. but then they were like throwing bricks, and then some people were like, oh, I'm gonna bring my gun along. And then that was sort of, that was World War One. And then they actually started. Oh, yeah, the co pilot would often just get their revolver and shoot out of the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the <laughs> reason why, like, people like the Red Baron and shit are super famous is because there were not a lot of air battles. And most of the air battles that happened were like, holy shit, I can't believe that this happened. Right? There was an air battle. In this wow. game, everyone's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. We're all having. Oh, look at that! I, I would, I would yeah. love to see this game. I don't know, just be more accurate, but not in like it has to be a strict accuracy sort of way, but like in a way that made you feel like you were there, rather than than being like everything is to code and shit. Just it would feel like it. It doesn't feel like you're in World War One. It feels like. You're in. I guess maybe that's like in. It just feels reality. like World War Two. Let's let's yeah. call it what it is. It's World War Two with slightly goofier looking guns. Yeah, it just doesn't feel right. Like, it, I don't know. It, and that's what I need in a game. I need to feel like what I'm supposed to be there playing. And just there's, it's. I don't know. Well, Battlefield didn't do that with Hardline. That was supposed to be cops versus robbers, but it was still. That didn't feel like that either. It, I mean, unless it was some weird right. commentary on the militari militarization of the police in the United States, which I'm fairly sure it was fucking which it was not. not. No, it wasn't. It's, it's like, oh, cool. Uh, but, it was deep. 
<laughs> yeah, so yeah. Deep. I'm positive that it was super deep. It was talking about society. Yeah. It's talking about how all of these criminal gangs have private helicopters with fucking miniguns attached to the side of them. The police also have those. Don't worry about it. You know, they've got an M134 attached to the side of a police helicopter. So, yeah, sure they do. And you know what else they've got? Uh, fucking anti-tank weapons. Lots of anti- But you can get in a car. You can get in a car, guys. That's why the game's completely different. Because you can get in a car instead of a tank. I mean, there's also a bunch of ABCs that are basically tanks. But it's fine. You can get in a car. Right. What a poorly timed game. Like, just, <laughs> just what a, like, they put a lot of time and development in that, and they still should have known, you know what, maybe we shouldn't ever release this thing. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I just think that upon reflection, my early hype for Battlefield 1 was, was misplaced, and having seen everything they're doing with, with the new Call of Duty, it's just like, that looks interesting. That looks like they put some thought into it, and I want to see where that goes. Uh, it's a pasted-on theme, as a term from board games. It's a pasted-on theme. You took the theme, you slapped it on with no consideration as to how it would affect actual gameplay. Mm -hmm. That's the reality of it. Are we seeing that a fair bit now? That's that's the next thing. We've had zombies. interested in that. I would rather play COD. You know, I'd rather play Infinite Warfare that seems to have embraced its theme as opposed to Battlefield, which clearly has not. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a common problem with all forms of design, right? Is this idea of, is this choice you're about to make with your final product going to help your your goal? Like your initial goal with this product, is it going to assist that or is it just because you like that? Right, because there's so many times I think where game developers play a game and they're like, "Oh, I love this," and they want to add it into their game, like some kind of a mechanic or some kind of an idea, and it doesn't work. It doesn't aid the project in in becoming. It doesn't. It doesn't help with the clarity of what the point is of your game and what you want your game to be. You just like it, <laughs> you know. Battlefield games are always battlefield games first, and whatever theme they picked second. Which yeah. is why Hardline is not a cops and robbers game and why Battlefield 1 is not a World War One game. And it was fine up to this point because they were just doing, you know, they did like three or four games of modern. And it's like, right, cool, we get it. But then they did the same thing with two other games which should have been completely different. And let's be clear, uh, Call of Duty, Infinite Warfare could suck. It could be terrible. <laughs> Absolutely. Everything we've seen is level one no, no. and then the rest is corridor yeah. shooting. Well, yeah. we've actually seen quite a lot. If people actually bothered to check, there's been a significant amount of footage released for that game, and you can quite clearly see that the single-player levels are drastically different in terms of design and flexibility mm -hmm. and freedom compared to, you know, this is the fucking series that perfected scripted FPS sequences. You know, that built its reputation on them, and at this point, seems to have embraced the idea of multiple approaches. I mean, there's a little bit of Deus Ex tossed in there, for God's sake. That was in Black Ops 3 as well. Taking control of shit and using hacking abilities and all that sort of thing. And not in scripted ways, either. Not because the storyline required you to, because you could. Customization of abilities. The ability to go in with a different loadout to a mission and approach it in a totally different way. Reminds me a lot more of the fucking... You remember the Syndicate first-person shooter? 
That gets unfairly derided because it wasn't Syndicate. And okay, cool, I get you. I would have preferred a new Syndicate game instead of an FPS set in that universe. But the actual gameplay was t- chock full of innovations. Really interesting ideas. And people just fucking wrote it off. And I feel they're doing the same with Infinite Warfare when actually there's plenty of evidence to suggest that it might do a couple of things differently. I think it's because it was so different that, which is bizarre to me because that's what people want. It was so different that people they were don't want like, that. They claim to want that. That's the thing is people. I I hate. I think that this is such a condescending. I, I think it's really condescending when a company says this, but it's true in this situation for sure that people say that they want something new, but if there isn't enough of what they're used to in it, they'll reject it. Uh huh. No doubt. That's that whole Steve Jobs thing of just people don't know what they want, so just make something and sell it to them. <laughs> like, that's pretty much what it is. It's- Here you go. This is what you want. I promise. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, it's such, a, it's such a weird thing to see uh, this game that everyone was like, this is shit, slowly prove itself to be a, the better product. Well, we and don't know if that's going to be true. Like, well, we haven't but, played Infinite Warfare. We have played Battlefield 1, so we do have a basis for comparison there. It's entirely possible that COD could still be wank this year, but I think that the accusations that were made of it were unfair. Well, that's what I'm saying. And they were a circle jerk, let's be honest. It was a fucking bandwagon to hate on that trailer. It's not because yes. people actually hated sure. it. It's because they wanted to feel like part of a group and part of a... You know, a little club. It's like, yeah, we're with the rest of them. Yeah, aren't we great? It's not It's not an impressive attitude. And it sends a lot of mis- mixed signals as well. It's like, hey, didn't you guys say for years you wanted something different? Now you're taking the piss out of us? What the fuck? What are we supposed to do? And then Bill's like, oh, but why did they release the same game? Well, gee, I fucking wonder. Can't imagine why that would be. Mm. Although some things don't. Like Resident Evil 7 is going to be massively different to everything else, but it is going to be like PT, which I assume they want more than Resident no, Evil. I don't even know how I feel about that shit. Having watched the like live playthrough, it is straight up not Resident Evil. I don't know how it relates, which is cool because Resident Evil's gone fucking off the rails lately. At the same time, it is literally everything else in the horror genre that the indie community has been doing for years. Yeah. So it's, I, I'm not sure I'm okay with it. Like, it, it, I don't want another one of those, like, first person walking through a thing while some creature changes. Yeah, I don't know that, that that's needed, but whatever. All right, cool. Let's see what it is. It's got to be very better than Resident Evil 6. It's got to be like. <laughs> Everything, everything is better than Resident Evil 6. <laughs> the dentist is better than Resident Evil 6. Oh my god, that game d- didn't work. Half the game just didn't work. It was so garbage. Uh, what else? What else is happening in, in the world? Nothing. We're going to release this. Oh, fuck. All right. Damn. Damn. You fucked, everybody. It's release time. Yo. I, don't, I don't have them. I don't have them. Oh, I don't have them. You don't have them. I don't okay. have them. I've, I've got a pack of Yu-Gi-Oh cards just on my table, so uh, I'll entertain the people with this shiny packet. Yeah, just wave it around. That should are you ever? Are you planning on opening them, or will they stay in there forever as a Schrodinger's cat of Yu-Gi-Oh cards? I will open them. Are you telling me they may or may not exist? 
They will only so exist upon observation. Can, like, I can feel them inside. So. Okay. Here we go. Y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? Releases all the That's. Yep. Is that the right song? Y'all ready for this? I mean, to be fair, they all sounded quite similar. Wait, I've. You gave me releases for only today and tomorrow. I got Berry Magician Girl. I didn't. I sent you releases for multiple days. His you releases. sent me releases for the 20th through the 28th. And it I is have sent you releases. Right this there dude has knives. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> All right. September 27th, aka today, we have Galgun Double Piece. Oh, oh God. This this thing. was Is this... Is this the one where you shoot oh, people cool. and their clothes come off? Like, I Wait, I'm interested. Uh, oh, no, I don't think I don't think Galgun oh, really? was the rubbing clothes come off game. Uh, are you sure? N I'm never sure about Set anything. Set your weapons in my life. to ecstasy, perverts. Is oh. a, <laughs> are you? I don't believe you. I hope you're reading something, TV. I really do. I I think that you are totally wrong. It's the rubbing up game. It is totally the rubbing up game. Guys, Damn. this girl got her stuff stuck in a window. Oh no, she's shaking her butt. What will it's you do? It's time to embrace Help the weave, apparently. Can we move on? Uh, the next game is called Rogue Wizards, which mm. looks really familiar, Ooh, and I don't know neat. if we've played. It wasn't this game. This is just similar to another game that that TB and I played before. Um, I know this one was at PAX, and it looks kind of neat. You build your very own wizard tower sanctuary in this roguelike dungeon crawling RPG. So are you the tower builder? Well, you built the tower, but I don't know if you build the tower and then attack it yourself. I think that might be the metagame aspect of it between levels. Possibly. Hard to say. Uh, yeah, it looks good. The next game is Lichtspear, which yes. we talked about earlier. with the Lichtspear. The game after that is Smash and Grab, uh, which I've watched Sam play a bunch of. Um, it's that game where it's like gang versus gang, and okay. you're trying to wind up with the most money. That, that does includes... not come up on Steam, so where is that? It's Smash plus Grab. Smash oh, plus yeah, just grab. to make it awkward, yes. There yeah. we go. <laughs> uh, you gain money by uh, breaking into like breaking windows and grabbing things out of storefronts and stuff like that, but also bounties on the heads of other gang members. Okay. Um, yeah, it it's apparently really fun. I haven't played it though. So yeah, there's that. Right. Uh, the next one is called Bit Shift Battle Grid. You have been injected into the battle grid. Apparently, BitShift is a four-on-four -four multiplayer gaming experience where VR gamers compete directly with desktop gamers to battle and control data from the anti-corp. PC versus VR. Ha. Versus VR? Is there cybers in there? Don't cybers is a serious issue in modern America. Like cybers are in there. It's an interesting idea to pit people that have a VR headset versus those that don't, and I assume be asymmetric in the process. This movement style may cause discomfort. Yes, indeed, it might. There's a, a, a game where you build like IKEA furniture. You can do it in VR. That's got a co-op co mode between the PC and the VR. So somebody can see the PC and like play it like the game's intended to be played as. And then whoever has the VR headset on can be like picking the stuff up. But the bad thing about that is that therefore the PC, uh, the person, the person who's sitting on the PC can just lob things in the face of the person who's wearing a VR headset and give them never-ending eternal jump scares. Great. My, as my fiance oh. found out. 
No. <laughs> Sounds phenomenal. Next. I'm so sorry. Next is Office Freakout. Uh, oh. This is a first-person game where you're trying to destroy an office. Uh, another one of wow. these. So there's that. A lot of these big the, physics destruction games. Yeah. Although this one looks like it has a little bit more polish than most. Oh, you have lasers. The zombies for some reason. Okay. Yeah. There's always zombies. Sure, why not? Uh, the next one is Signal, which we talked about last week or the yes, week before. So. Yeah. It's on there before. Kegcher uh, one... VR. How's that? Yeah. Is it Seg Segcher? Keg? I don't know what it is. It's a VR game, though. I think it's Catcher, but with egg in the middle. So what? that doesn't make what? any Why sense. Why did anybody think that that made sense? It didn't. It doesn't. <laughs> Catch as many eggs as you can in virtual reality. Yay. And so forth. Wow, you know oh. it's good when your Steam trailer has a friend's notification in it. <laughs> yes! Next! Praise. Uh. The next game is called Measurement Problem. It's a first-person uh, puzzle game. It's Narratively driven first-person puzzle game. Mm -hmm. The game after that is called Astroflux. Mm, I feel like I've heard of this for some reason. It's free to play. No, I have not. Um, Retro-style action-packed MMO shooter. Whatever that is. Yeah. All right, so it's a 2D multiplayer... Base shooter! ...thingy. Oh, oh. Yep, with a tiny, tiny ship. I can't see that ship. Oh. That is far too small. Ah, it's so small. Oh, shit! Uh, the next game is called Earthlock Festival of Magic. Sam and I talked with That's the devs right yeah. for this game. Yeah, it's got like a it's got like a big crafting element to it. So you always have one of these pictures shows like a little garden and you use the garden to like create stuff. But uh this game looked so pretty. Like just really, really pretty. It's an RPG. Uh I really wanted to play this, so probably at, at PAX, you saw it at game. PAX? Yeah. On the sixth floor? Yeah. Remember when you replaced me with Sam and your Oh movie? shit, I'm sorry, Jesse. <laughs> Story of my life. Oh, there, no, no, there you go. There you go, internet. Uh, Reddit, there you go. It's all proof <laughs> of my ongoing jealousy of Judge's life. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just tears. Just tears. I've been replaced, guys. I've been replaced in her memory and in her heart. It's over. I'm sorry, Jesse. No, no, no. and scene. And. <laughs> very good. Next. Very good. Next is called City VR. <sighs> Yeah, it's, it's getting to the yeah. point where anything with VR in the title is not something that I'm interested in. Mostly because it's not that you know VR experience is necessarily bad. It's just if you have to tack VR onto it, that probably means that's the only selling point. Oh, you get to experience San Francisco. I wonder if they simulated the pretentiousness Ooh. and the homelessness. Wait, you and the best as a giant, not as a normal person, but as a giant. You teleport around and take photos of your favorite monuments in San Francisco, apparently. That is horrifying. Uh, yes, that doesn't look... I like how flat and squished the cars look in mm. all the pictures. That makes you... That's just Google Maps that's been mapped to 3D. And I then mean, sold. everybody knows that San Francisco is a very hard place to travel to, so, you know, having a VR experience for the... Because only the privileged few can enter that city. Uh, the next game is called Space Journey. It's an open-world space exploration game in early access. Right. Uh, that always inspires enthusiasm. Explore different uh, planets, fly spaceships, drive land vehicles, robots, and more. Yeah, but what else? It, 
Yeah, but what is this game? Well, yeah. the video has a frame rate counter in it. That's always good. Uh, it's not maintaining good. 60. Uh, so you walk and you get in vehicles and you... Ugh. Yes, and go you, on. Well, you drive. So it's some sort of space journey. And, and then what? What what do you do now? He's just he's driving over nothing. He's still driving. This is your trailer, <laughs> and he's walking again. He Are you is watching walking. a No Man's Sky trailer. There's a lot of walking going on. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he's watching No Man's Sky. That's, no, this looks honest. It oh, shouldn't shit. have been. <laughs> it was a horrible mistake. <laughs> he, that's uh, a lot of walking. Cool. I am not enthused. Uh, Next. Maybe the next game will will soften your heart. It's called Battles of Norgan. I battles. Wow. Ba I can't even fucking spell it. Uh, N o r g h a n. I'm just gonna let you look at it. Oh, it's a unique gladiatorial management strategy game. Equip fantasy gladiators. Use them in tactical turn-based grid combat. So it is an SRPG tactics game of sorts. That is, well, it the trailer looks very is. Old. It does. It's not, but it does look that way. Yes. Uh, it looks like an old Windows 95 game. I, there are a lot of retro tactics games at this point on Steam. Mm. This one does not look particularly inspired. So no, this has not melted my heart. You were lying. <laughs> I know. Or you don't know me as well as you think you do. Uh, the next game is called Legends of Time. And uh, it's a multiplayer hack and slash game where you run around killing people in a 3D world. That's that's, a, that's a precisely generated title, but Legends of Time. Oh, where they where they just the, yeah three random words or something yeah. of something. Just take some words, put of in the middle. Noun of noun. <laughs> it's the next are, game. The gameplay trailer has no gameplay in it, so that's great. Okay. It's like we can render a world in Unity. Cool. Where's the gameplay? There fucking isn't any. <laughs> next. The next game is called Lost in Woods Two. <laughs> <laughs> Lost See, I, ones too. Should have rolled map this time. I I took advice, and I shouldn't have, you know, from from the social media that said we we want to see the games. This is a video podcast. I want to see the games in the release section. Now you realize why we don't show them to you. Because this is <laughs> look at all these trailers. Look at how terrible these all are. Do you want to see these? No. Where am I? Asks person in Lost in Woods too. Let's get forward and see if it demonstrates how the game is played. Get resources. Thank fuck. A game that finally allows you to gather resources. Obtain food and water. This looks incredible. Look at that view distance. Look at the rendering techniques on display. We save you from this stuff. On a weekly <laughs> basis, we protect you. Create and develop. No, develop does not it. have an extra E in it. There's no they develop at the end of it. P. Fucking, it. it ends on a P. Develop. Develop is like a fucking rabbit. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a breed of rabbit, the develop. Oh my Be God. engaged oh my in God. farming and fishery. Why I'm not engaged by that. Why is it not a draw distance? Like it's, 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 why it is has that no that draw distance. That is the worst horizon system I've ever oh seen. God. It's the curvature of the earth. It's realism. It's then in why Russian. Are the trees being eaten by it? The trailer's in Russian. Next. <laughs> this next one is is actually gonna gonna soften your heart. I'm oh, sure of it this time. So cool. <laughs> it's called The End of Tomorrow, and the description is <laughs> black to black. start, choose your language and level of difficulty using the Vive controller. Direct it to enter virtual reality and then hard pull the Vive trigger button twice. The game will start when the visuals start. In the game, you need to know. Press the grip <laughs> to hold. End of description. 
what the fuck is this game about? I don't know. Let's got- look in the trailer. It's eight minutes long. I'm sure uh-huh. it will demonstrate. God, I'm going to be playing this by the end of the week, aren't I? Well, there's a there robot. Are five and there's trailers. There are there's five a zombie trailers outside. It's there going into five. early access. I see oh my a hot God. robot man's crotch in one shot. So there's this that. This is like in five FPS. It's what the revival that? of Area 51, the light gun. Holy shit! Ah, uh, VR has saved us from that gaming purgatory that we were rapidly finding ourselves within. Thank God. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, it's oh, still going. At least it shows us what the gameplay is. Absolute tat. <laughs> next. Uh, the next oh, game, the oh next my game's god. Called, <laughs> next game's called Make America Great Again. Yo! Oh, $2.99 can do it. You can do it. Uh, Get the fuck out. This game is so dumb. Uh... <laughs> Use impact font to save the universe. It has QTEs in it. Manage world anger. Yes, that would probably happen. He has to manage his own. (laughs) He has the best temperament, don't you know? (laughs) Unlock gear. Yes. (laughs) A national party presidential candidate is being used as a joke to sell a video game. I can't. This is where we're at. This is where we're at. This is where we're at. He's shooting people out of a helicopter. I can't. Uh, <laughs> I just can't anymore. I can't. Oh my god! I want to play that but with Clinton's policies and see what happens. Next, liberal oh, detected. The game is <laughs> fucking shit. Next, the next the next game is called Dino Adventure, where you're like a little dinosaur. Experience an exhilarating <laughs> new sense of Are fun. we all beige at this point? That's it. We've all just given up on Help video Dino games. Dino to give look it up. children because he's an irresponsible parent. And couldn't keep track of them. Next. Oh uh, my god. Game, the next game is called Spa Mania 2. It's basically it Sally is. Salon, except uh, knockoff Sally Salon. Yes, the, the, the first word that I look for when thinking of spa is mania. Those are the two <laughs> things that I associate <laughs> yeah. together. I thought you said spawn mania, and I was like, next Fuck, spawn game? The next game in all caps is my fight. Uh. <laughs> oh god this is the blogger fight. brawling game from russia isn't it yeah this was in the yes. release this last week next my fight uh the next game is called <laughs> what it's called that might actually not suck that's it's, amazing it's I'm basically a floorless lava game with a lot of trucks in it yes. it's amazing and you get loads of abilities and stuff it's so good it's, it's jumping I, I forgot i was playing that it's so good it's platforming but it's so much more than just platforming because you get like grappling hooks the ability to like slow down time and this like, actually looks good stuff. thank it's god it's really good fun it's really good fun gaming is saved next <laughs> next one's called stash no loot left behind it's it an says mmo it's a- it's a turn-based MMO? Sure. How That's... the fuck does that Customizable work? Customizable housing, you gems up art style, more loot, portable hall, of course, it's early access. <laughs> you get an email saying it's your turn. <laughs> you get an email just... And everyone's there going, God, the guy's got to answer his email, otherwise <laughs> he's just going to be sitting here. It's his turn! Uh, well, I'm trying to figure next out how it's is, played. Uh, next is called Five Champions of Canaan. Hmm. <laughs> In a region on the brink of endless war tradition. Tradition choose the weapon you wield. Tradition chose the weapon you wield. I can read. Of course it did, yes. <laughs> and your sworn allegiance compels you to fight. Uh, is this an arena game? There's been a few of these. So? 
Right, there was Action one RPG, it says in the tags. Half the trailer is the logo slowly burning. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Equip dudes. Good. Seems like a yeah, action RPG of sorts. Actually doesn't look too bad. It looks Does very it feature the band five. I like the band five. Slam it had nothing to do with that. five. Oh. <laughs> no. The funk? Yeah, play the various <laughs> members of the famous boy band five as they fight through mythical. Famous Greece. boy band! A famous boy band? <laughs> I, mean, I feel like five boy is a UK thing. Yeah. The actual okay. like combat and abilities don't look too bad in this, I've got to be honest. It's it is four dollars, which makes me somewhat suspicious of it, but <laughs> so... it should be five dollars. Stick with the brand, guys. Come on. It's twenty percent off, that's why. Ah, well done. The um the next game looks so fun to me. It's okay. called Security Hole. It's uh, it's cyberpunk themed, but it's like a spatial thinking puzzle game. Oh, thinking! Yay, that's what we want to do with video games. It looks awesome. <laughs> oh, look at the pictures. It looks great. Thinking. It's like Fuck spatial thinking. puzzles. That looks so fun. <laughs> Fuck thinking. That guy's using a laptop in the rain. That's gonna break. Stop thinking about it. You hate thinking. Yeah, stop think shaming him. <laughs> he obviously wasn't thinking when he decided to use a laptop on a fucking roof in the rain like an idiot. Maybe it's waterproof, it's the future. It's fucking ill underclock. It won't run at full clock speed if you don't plug it in, you idiot. <laughs> Jesus. Mm. What's the That's sniping it. shit going on? I'm trying to figure out what exact Yeah, it it is it's a spatial puzzle with Cyberpunk. It does actually look pretty neat, as much as it I'm does, joking thank around. You. He's using an iMac, fuck that guy. No real hackers use iMacs. <laughs> <laughs> All those uh, four hundred pound hackers. Cybering <laughs> <laughs> their way. I feel like system. insulting your own voter base isn't a very good idea in that regard. But I... <laughs> Next. Next is Twisty's Asylum Escapades. Oh, which, Jesus God. Um, I feel like we can just move past it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, the low... Oh. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> Fuck well, this. Next. It's it's Next. Next is called Ortis Arena. It is a uh, turn-based strategy game, it looks like. You, have, a to, you have to control with an E, five energy wells on the board. Uh, it's a sort of, yeah, it's... I mean, art style-wise, was kind of neat. Sort of board yeah. game-esque kind of thing, by the looks of it. <gasps> oh my god, the next game is called Princess Maker 2 Refine. <laughs> I remember the first one of this being relatively popular, actually. I do too, but I don't think I ever played it. I think I bought it and never It's a life it. sim where you play the father of a young girl and raise them to be a princess. Yeah. I can't quite remember if it was a kind of a safe for work game or not. I assume Wait. it is, if it's going well, on Steam. Ooh, frantic tapping. The original Princess Maker is like super old, right? Yeah, it is. Very old. Oh my god. Wait. Yeah, yes. So it is. Yeah, it's one of those sort of life sim stat management games. It would be up your alley, if I recall correctly. Princess Maker came out in 1991. There you go. Yeah. Yes, I'm remembering this game now. About Princess Maker 2! Yeah, that's 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 up your alley, definitely. Uh, it's apparently been out for, uh, it's it's like a port. Yeah, it's, I meant, it's a it translation. I thought it was Saturn. Japanese only, right? It's the refined. Oh, yeah, it's on the Saturn. Jesus, yeah. Yeah, so this is a, a game from 1993 mm -hmm. that's getting put onto Steam. Yeah, sure. So there's that. I mean, it sort of looks it. But... <laughs> Next up is called God of Word. It's a typing game, basically. Great. 
God of War. And XAL. Lots of uh, typing games coming out lately. There's been a few, yeah. The next game is called Just Hero. Incidentally, there's only one good typing game, and it's Typing of the Dead Overkill. And it's fucking brilliant. If you haven't played Typing of the Dead Overkill, go and play it. It's the best B-movie nonsense you'll see ever. Of the Dead. Typing of the Dead Overkill. That's what it sounds like, and it's great. This, on the other hand, looks like hot garbage. Next. Great. Next is called Osiris New Dawn. Osiris New Dawn. It's an early access Ooh. game. Of course you it crash is. land on a distant planet and build a colony with your friends. Yeah, because oh. all those <laughs> games work out great. Yeah, the original video looking awesome. Look at all these wonderful places. Ooh, look at this. I bet the screenshots involve a lot of running and using a multi-tool to slowly build things. Oh, look, I'm totally fucking right. There's Yay. a gardening screenshot, to be fair. There is gardening. There is a gardening system. Can we like the bushes? Then I'm in. There's a mech in it. I mean, these oh. are all games that look like they'll be great in three years, but I have no intention of playing right now because they're far too ambitious. Uh, cool. Yeah. So next is called Torch Cave 2. Another adventure of Mr. Torch Bravado. Cave? Sure, Torch whatever. Cave. I mean, no that's, that's a very district, descriptive. That's a very descriptive game. Name. That's... I guess so. You're in a cave, and I bet there are torches. Sometimes. It's the second one. It's the There's second a... one. Yeah, that that feels like honesty in advertising. Yeah. It's a platformer. You're in a cave. You got torches. Yeah, but what kind of torches? Like the flamey holdy ones. Flamey holdy ones. ones. He uh -huh. has a, and he has a trilby. No, it's a fedora. I'm not sure what that is. It's a hat of some description. Oh my god. Well, the game after that is called Dungeatrice, and uh, I I don't know. That's... <laughs> <laughs> It's a ro it's early access, which sucks, but uh, it is a game in a roguelike genre, yay, with an original system of building a level and elements of a card game. You build the level as you go, and you play cards Whoa. to do Maybe it. Maybe it's like Guild of Dungeoneering style? It, yeah, I'm also, getting that vibe, uh, only it seems like Guild it's in real time. I know, yeah! This this actually looks like it could be good, it's obviously like early access, so it's, you know, it seems like it needs a lot of work, but... I like this idea of sort of, yeah, it's turn-based. You sort of build a dungeon as you go and you play cards to do it. So, cool. yeah, I can I can see this having some potential. Cool. Uh, on September 29th, we have Graven, the Purple Moon Prophecy. Wow, I totally it fucked up fucked. typing that in every way. It's <laughs> uh, amazing. Uh, it is a... Uh, I mean, it looks kind of like a hidden object game. It Sounds is. Like yep, it's a hidden object totally game. Is. <gasps> Yes. This game looks fun. Uh, it's called Hardware Engineering, and it's literally like a hardware engineering tutorial game. Uh, the what UI kind of man, it looks like it was made by crazy people. <laughs> I want to play it. It's Teach hideous. Oh, hideous. God, so hire uh, a UI up. designer, please. <laughs> next up is called Bloody Walls. <laughs> it's cool. replay. And it certainly looks it looks like a Game Boy game. Yeah, it's uh, but but the blood is not in uh, in the Game Boy greeny color. Aww. So it's Game Boy green plus that sort of side scrolling looking game. Is it at least on the walls? Oh, it there's a lot the of blood on these walls. A lot of blood on the walls. It okay, is definitely good. not lying. Yeah. Next. Next up is another game that looks super fun to me. Serial Cleaner. Um, where you're like a mob cleaner, like you're supposed to make it so that it looks like a murder oh never existed. Oh my god! Oh my god! This trailer. 
Wow. That is so cool. The art this style for this is incredible. Looks awesome. Yeah. Oh, this is yeah, you this looks really cool. Yeah, you have to avoid mm -hmm. the cops and clear up the evidence in the process. I love the aesthetic of this. Yeah, me Look too. I'm super into it. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. I look, I found something I'm interested in in a list of shit. Let me and have it's this. Beige. One. It's all beige. It's not all beige. <laughs> it's Some of it beige. is. There's a lot of beige. <laughs> I'll give beige. you that. There's a decent amount of beige involved, but there are <laughs> other colors too. It's pastel, damn it. Pastel. 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 Well, that game looks awesome. Uh, the next game is called Rogue Operatives. This probably isn't. It's multiplayer hide-and-seek hide timer-based round game is exactly what it says word for word. I don't word. think you should describe your game as hide-and-seek, honestly. It's, it's a hide-and-seek game. Yeah. But you've got guns. How is it a hide-and-seek game, it's then? It's hide-and-seek in America. I don't understand what this is. It's like, it's describing guns. as a hide-and-seek game, you, know you very clearly have guns, which tends to ruin the effect. <laughs> Next. Next game's called Wuppo. It has Looks a demo. Cute. It's a, yeah, it has a demo if you want to try it. And it's a game where you're like a little puffball and you're and you're just working your way through life. Enter the wondrous world <laughs> of Wuppo. Fight numerous enemies, collect countless items. Countless. Countless. Thor. He's so cute. Uh, next okay. up is called Blue Effect. It's VR. A VR Don't game. miss the VR bit. A horror survival FPS oh, VR God. game. <laughs> it will thrill you with excitement. You don't need to put FPS in VR, do you? It's kind of implied, I would have said. Yeah, a lot of it is. It's and it's early there access. Robot spiders coming at you. Oh, that's the worst uh, kind of spiders. I know. The next game There's is Quantum Break. Yeah, a quantum break coming to Steam and I believe non Windows 10 systems, which is good. Yay! So I'll play it now. Okay. I'll play it now. <laughs> I haven't play played it, it yet because I couldn't be asked to play it on Windows 10, but I'll play it now. Burly Minute C. Burly Minute C. Which Yay. is just so cute looking. It's a little indie adventure game. A trio of large it. bearded fishermen step away from the ordinary to seek adventure in 20th century Scandinavia. Yeah. Yes, it looks, looks so wonderful. cute. They gave out temporary tattoos. It was awesome. Yep, I have code for that. I look forward to playing Burly Men at Sea. Ah, uh, I want a code. Give, give me I, a code. I might have spares. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, they're burly. Ooh. What's they the next so one? Burly. They are very burly. Next is Slayer Shock. Uh, Slayer Shock. Slayer Shock. Yeah. You know, there's actually yeah. some like credibility behind it in terms of the devs, like a guy that made Eldritch and a guy that made Super Win the game, which wasn't terrible. I mean, this looks like an, a Unity asset flip game, but I may be like it, it's maybe deceiving. I, I just like there's a thing that said loot. He opened a chest that was just fire, nothing but <laughs> fire in it. It's like great. He's it's, visited Fireworld, the latest and greatest theme park. I'm going to make Fireworld. That's going to happen. Everyone's <laughs> going to burn in righteous fire, and they're going to love it. Assemble a team, hunt the vampires, save your hometown. Uh, yeah, I mean, considering the devs behind it, this is probably a lot better than it looks, but this this trailer definitely does not sell me on it, I have to say. Unity is an yeah. art style now. <laughs> it's horrible. The uh, next one is something that I feel like That's TV will use. Yeah, it's a... It's Seymour VR, VR cinema. cinema. It's just where you put on your... It's really the only reason they use VR these days. Fucking, like, weird cinemas in strange places. 
Mm. It's awesome. <laughs> Trust me. Next. After that, we've got Merger 3D. I doubt that's a game. But it is. <laughs> and so somehow... I haven't had a game but 3D oh. in the title for a while. So they tried to make an old school shooter, uh, but they made it look not shit. Um, uh-huh. This looks kind of neat. This is very, very blood, very original Rise of the Triad. And actually looks like they may have got the point of that. You know, I played a game called Intrude a few weeks ago that clearly did not get the point. This looks like it might have had the point. That actually looks quite playable. Hmm. Neat. This next game is called Giant Machines 2017, where you take control oh. of giant machines. And oh, it's a simulator game. Things. Can you play Bagger 219? Bagger 219. No? No Bagger 219? No. You uh, can't play Bagger 219. Oh, you can. Can you play Bagger 219? It's Bagger 219 in this game. I don't know. Bagger yes. 219's in the game. Yes. It's in it. It's in the feature list. You can play Bagger 219. It's come to save us. You don't even know what that is, do you? You think? <laughs> <laughs> what gave it away? Was it me doing this? <laughs> that, I mean, it had some... I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> I can't remember if it was actually back at 219 or 218. It's the same thing. Extreme mining. Yeah. All right. Next is oh. called Hybrid Wars. Oh, that's when like fancy cars just smash into each other. That's published by Wargame Labs, as in the, the World of the Tanks guys. Uh, futuristic top down mech shooter. Command and upgrade and arsenal. Futuristic mechs. Shoot things. Looks like Desert Strike with mechs, which is not a bad thing necessarily. The mechs are too small. They're like anime mechs, not real ones. Real men's yeah. mechs. Nice bulky Fuck fat anime mechs. mechs. Fuck anime mechs. Anime mechs. <laughs> they made mechs weird. This doesn't look too bad, actually. Generic as fuck, but... why? TV, why don't you like me? I don't like anything. TV. Next. <laughs> this, this, this episode's ended already. Just, like we faded to I'm black like so sad. Why? It's so sad. Eh, 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 eh. Next. Eh. Next is called Laser Disco Defenders. Self-inflicted so bullet hell. How is it self-inflicted? Because you are choosing to play it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Next. <laughs> uh, next is called Ar- Armies of Riddle CCG Fantasy Battle Card Game. <laughs> If, if that isn't a mobile port, I don't know what is. Uh, <laughs> with a Army's title like that, I'm, I'm surprised it doesn't have a screaming man on the cover. Uh, wow. Okay, yeah, so... a screaming man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, right? I'm going to say this. If your oh, top no. review that you chose to publish on the box is 6.7 out of 10 by Trading <laughs> Card Games, there may be a problem here. <laughs> 6.7? It's only 0.3 below the average. That's the you one you chose? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, art style-wise, this looks like it was... I don't know what it was made in, but I don't like it. No. Next. Click and right. play, I think. Moving on to September 30th. I'm going to try to we go... We missed Aros oh. One Warrior Chronicle. Oh, my God. Oh. Which is Aros, an adventure VR game Chronicle. where you shoot big There's guns dragons. and ride dragons. Next. Great. Uh, September 30th, we have Battle Time. We're going to finish it on this day, because I am just tired of this. This is just making me horribly upset. Uh, 
Take a role of a true general of a real army. Join the battle, capture enemy castles, raise the power of your army, leave the, leave the clan to victory. What do you fucking do? I don't know because these are all mobile screenshots, but I have to say, like, the art style looks kind of neat. Reminds me of Endless Legend. But I think what it actually is, is one of those Galcon node-based strategy games where you just throw a horde of people at a node and take it over through numbers! Great. Um, the next game is called Illumine. And I don't, I don't fucking know. It's a roguelike game where you light up the area. It says, explore a world created on the fly by your actions and wonder about your purpose. Ah, uh, that's my day-to-day -day life. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't need All to right, simulate the next that. Game, <laughs> the next game is called Galaxy Combat War Games. Head-to-head -head PvP space shooter thingy. Uh, looks hideous. Next. Uh, particle Fleet Emergence. Build and design your own fleet. Stand okay. opposed to the particulate. The particulate? <laughs> that is the least intimidating antagonist that I've ever heard. Oh my god. We have to stand against the particulate, you guys. <laughs> He's very picky. This is so depressing <laughs> that all of the webcams died 30 minutes ago. Uh, well, I, yeah, realized I did I my Gundam to... goof and everybody was like, what did Dodger do? I actually completely forgot to put the webcams in this overlay. Yeah. Oh my god, we genuinely did fade to back. I was right. We I just didn't care. <laughs> We've been like this for all of releases. For 20 minutes. I figured it was because TV was just done with us. Uh... The next game is called This is Dungeons what happens when you ask for things. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck it up. The next game is called Dungeons and Darkness. <laughs> That's where we are right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the state of my mind. It's a dungeon of darkness. <laughs> I can't even find it. There's too many games with dungeons in it. Oh my god. Is that then no, fuck you, it. You, We're moving on. You don't get any promotion. Find a better name. Next. Next is called Hebereki March Red Army Girls Brigade. This is anime bullshit, isn't it? Yeah, about the Soviet Union. <laughs> of course it is. Gotta fill every fetish. Oh, Lord. The next game is called Salmon Ninja. This is all in <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> it doesn't even support English language. Why is this even here? <laughs> Fucking Avatar's a rabbit with a Soviet star on its head. The hell's happened to video games? Oh my god. Jesus. The next one called fucking Salmon Ninja. Why the fuck does anyone expect this fucking medium to be taken seriously after this? Look at this shit. There's a bunch of random colors. Oh my god, I'm playing like a single salmon in it. Right now. There's no <laughs> salmon in this whole fucking thing. PC gaming is everyone critic. Goes on rant. Games all suck. <laughs> video games are terrible. This is fucking Meat Boy with the word salmon in the title. Look, TB, this is your show. If you want to just be done no. with releases and be like, that's all the games. We have to games find a good video game. There's got to be one of them somewhere. Just end it there. In just... this list, there's got to be something. Please, next there one. Was. Neon Cereal Ultra. No, right, that's probably going to be terrible. It's what you'll Neon let us Ultra down like everything ever game. does. It's an arcade shooter. It was pretty cool. We played it. Uh, the next game is called 28 Waves Later, which I think we've talked about like eight fucking oh my God. times. Fucking asteroids. Cool, next. The next game is Beyond Power VR. Yeah, it's got the word VR in it. Awesome. <laughs> Looks like it was made in 1992. It's in 4 by 3 aspect ratio. Look at this shit. Oh, God. Great. Next game is Battling called Battling giant Freya. screenshots. Next. Follow Freya. My cat's called Freya. I wouldn't name a game after that ever. 
It's a, oh, of course, it's a survival God. shooter because That's every shoot. What the fuck is a survival shooter? Every shooter is about surviving. You fucking dingbats. Why even include that? Is that dingbats. a genre description? Oh no, my it's God, not. Let's bring it back. No, it isn't. The next game is called Desperate Times, and it's yeah, a. That's what game. we're in right now. There's no good video games, and this is not changing that. It's a fucking pile of bullet pixels. He clicks on the link, and it's just a link to the podcast. It's just in unfathomable curtains of bullets, which is what I wish oh, I was fuck. being fucking. Are you guys ready to bring this right up to now. 11? The next game is called Vox Red, and it's a game where the only color is red, and it's voxels. Yeah, sure it is. It's white and red voxels, and one of the the only screenshot is you died. Great. Look at this. This screenshot is just words. Nothing but words everywhere. Pile of words. Next. Angels and demigods is the angels next game. And, uh, oh, it's angels and demigods. That doesn't seem like a fair fight, does it? It's like you'd think that one of them would have the advantage in that scenario. Can I find it? Oh, great. Anime. Awesome. Oh, we need it's more... VR too! Oh, VR! God. It's, it's a VR weird-ass animation. We saw this last week. It looked terrible then. It looks terrible now. Next. Pitchfork is the next game, and it looks awesome. I certainly hope you're right, but I bet you're not. Oh, Jesus, it isn't. It's, I just, it's... like, <laughs> hope a little bit. Walk through corn simulator so in early hard. access. Don't raise the hope when you drop it, everything just feels worse. I'm providing this game in early access because I'm looking for user input on the graphics. They're shit. Next. <laughs> All right, next is called Zombie Defense. Of course it's free to play because no one would pay for something that generic. Holy fuck, next. Next is called Xeno Raid with an X. Yay, aliens. Let's use the word Xeno because it makes it sound like it's not fucking aliens. Intense vertical shooting action. We don't have thousands of those, do we? Next. Next is called Caravan. Caravan, yes. Can I just get in one, sell my house, and leave society? It's a game about fucking camels. Look at this thing. Like, half the screenshots are you leading camels slowly across the desert to their inevitable death by dehydration. Next. Uh, the next game is called Masquerada Songs and Shadows, which is actually a very good game. I've played the demo two different times over the last couple of years, and it's great. It actually looks brilliant. Uh, the next game is called Aqua Nimble. The curse has been broken. I'll give it that. I do want to play Masquerada. That looks great. It's okay, because we're back to pretty uninteresting train, everybody. shooters. Everybody, we stopped the train. Oh, God. We got cybernetic no. shots, because we're hilarious. Next. It's shit. Uh, it's Escape from Zelman Orbital. It is a VR game. Of course it is. Uh, where you're escaping the room. It's an escape the room game. Is this, is this a simulator of what blindness feels like? Jesus, yes. look at this thing. <laughs> Can you escape the station in time? I don't want to. I have no desire to at this point. Can you How escape this horrible fuck? trailer? <laughs> How the fuck does Kaboom get on this fucking list every I don't know. Next. I can't. I can't. They keep Done. pushing it back for free promotion. Next. Friday Night Bullet is the next game. Oh, great. Game about shooting things. Oh, jeez. Look at this thing. Ugh. Next is called Soldiers of Heaven VR. <laughs> why does heaven need soldiers? And why is it in VR? Armed oh. with a virtual camera, you'll film your own 360-degree version of the story. That sounds amazing. Wow. Why is it? One Jesus of the screenshots is just a person, like a real person. Yeah, maybe it's like that Jesus, because they, some like film director is doing a VR version of the story of Jesus. Maybe it's like that. You get to be there and watch Jesus Could go be. like nail for the cross, etc. I don't know. 
Uh, the next game is called Hyper Gods. Uh, <laughs> they're what you're battling. That's, that's what the an amazing are name. For they're a all game. connected. They're all in the same. Yeah, this, this is all one game. <laughs> it's it's a shooter. Uh, it's an early access. It's 2D by looks of it. The Great. video won't skip forward. Here are the screenshots. I can't tell what the hell's going on. What is this? It's a pile of ice. <laughs> Next. Next is called Clash. Clash. It's fifty dollars. <laughs> the logo certainly makes it look worth that. Wow, it's uh, uh they made Haze, but in 1992 in third person by the looks of it. That's fifty dollars. Uh, the last game is uh, a package of a bunch of games from 2002 and 2005. They're all the hacker games. Uh, it's four different games all put together where you yay. pretend to be a hacker. Great, we did it. Um, yes! the, the rest of the games, if you guys want to look them up, are called Recurse, Streamline, Egg K47, Carton, Disturbed, Final Days, Maximum Archery, The Game, and Helmet Heroes. Awesome. Helmet <laughs> I see the argument towards removing this section from the show. <laughs> It could be worse. Like there was a stat that came out today that like sixty thousand games are released on iOS every month. So you could uh, try and cover those. Jesus fuck. It's only like fifteen thousand an episode. Good luck. Be sure to We're... tune into my new podcast, everybody. <laughs> Called the Mobile Minute. Okay. The mobile minute. Yeah. I fucked it up. Okay, guys. Shit. Let's move on. It's not okay. like the rest of the show hasn't been that. Uh, Don't worry about it. <laughs> Jesse's just just having a bit of a scare. Wait, me moment. too. Wait, me too. Oh, guys, I don't have it. I have to start the zip. Wait. Me. No! <laughs> quite finished. There we go. Yeah! Her hoodie's in early access. It'll be fixed finally. <laughs> Look, I'm still working the kinks out. <laughs> Anyhow, bye everybody. Thanks for watching our show. You've all been lovely. Um, Dan, our special guest, would love to tell you about uh, all the shit he does. Dan. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Dan, what shit do you do? Oh, uh, this week I'm signing up Prison Architects thing and I've played a farm simulator and it was dreadful, but I sung along to songs that are on the radio. It was fun. Actually, I made up songs that are on the radio. It, play, it plays music, but only when you're inside the tractor. So as soon as you get out of the tractor, the music just stops dead. And then when uh -huh. you're in it, it's playing really just random generic country music. So I made up a few country songs while farming. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. So, and then I throw myself off a cliff. Uh, it's beautiful. It's a perfect farming game. It sounds like it. And I have literally no other plans for the thing because I'm miles behind on everything. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Jesse. Jesse, what are you doing? What shit are you doing right now? You know what I'm doing? I'm what? celebrating a, a fun time with friends is what I'm doing. And, when did that uh, happen? How much, how yeah. much I, I love hanging out with you guys. That's what I recall doing. it happening recently. <laughs> <laughs> On this very special episode of the Cultural Podcast. I haven't had fun in your presence in years. <laughs> no! Jesse, come back! I'm the third host! Yay! <laughs>
Jesse, no! <laughs> Jesse! Oh. The most exciting thing that happened to me in the last few weeks is I got a oh, new we're fucking done. belt. We're done. <laughs> it's a better oh, belt than regular belts. <laughs> you don't understand how good this belt is. You. Thanks for watching the show. It only goes one way. Like you can undo the catch and it'll release, so you can go. You can go to the toilet. You know, nice and easy. You take your trousers off. You need to put what them the back on. Happening? Pull them up. What do you do? You just pull on the belt, and it automatically locks in place to the exact measurements you need. It's an amazing oh. belt. It's it's called the Express Line belt. It's the most exciting like it. thing that I've. I also ordered some week. aromatherapy yeah. oils. I've got eight different kinds. Nice. Well, eucalyptus, uh -huh. orange, lemongrass, yep. lavender's uh, in there as well, oh, lavender's yeah. cinnamon, sure. apple, um, <laughs> fresh grass, uh -huh. uh, and one other that I can't remember. Ooh. But it is in there. It, I know it wasn't a priority. Was it a mango? Was it, was it mango? It, was it fruity? It was just like, look, it's the eighth oil. Does anyone ever oh, care about like, the eighth like oil? You wanted it for the other seven. Yeah, you wanted it for the other seven. You got yeah. that. It's just, it's there if you need it. You know, it's... Yeah. It's there if you need it. You don't prioritize it, but you've got it. You own it, you know, and that's important. That is the important thing. Yeah, yeah. you, you always can, it's have just it. there. Yeah, yeah, I actually got two of those belts, by the way, not one. I got a second one free with it, which I thought was a really yeah. good bargain. I don't think you ever need two belts, because like, do you ever need to wash a belt? No, not no. really. Like, I mean, you'd have to spill a lot on that belt. Yeah. Or wear two it. pairs of trousers at the same time. Yeah, I mean, you could do that. Or, you know, do you? how do you put a belt through the wash? Wouldn't it make a lot of rattling if you did that? Probably. You'd probably want to put it in like a like a muslin bag or something. A muslin so bag? Yeah. What, what is a muslin bag? I don't know. I heard that on a TV show yesterday and I liked right. it. it like put your belts... Well, guys, you can find me at youtube.com. Put your belts on a muslin <laughs> bag. Or uh, twitter.com slash...